All right, Tion, welcome to the show, sir. How you doing today? Thank you. Uh, I'm I'm doing fine. I'm doing very very good. It's the weather is better in Korea. Yeah. <laughs> than it was a few weeks ago, so I'm happy. Yeah, man. The heat and humidity have just been disgusting lately, for sure. Yeah, I agree. I can't wait for winter. Oh my god, me too. Fall, fall, I, fall, fall, and um slash autumn is my favorite favorite uh, season. Yeah, I I like winter specifically because of the snow. Okay. For me, it's it's all about the snow. Although Korea doesn't get a lot of snow, but that no. every bit helps for me for my little fantasy world. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, I love snow too. But you're right, Korea doesn't really get a lot, and it disappears so quickly too. I'm yeah. just like, no, no, why? Where'd it go? So, anyways, all right, cool. Well, why don't you introduce yourself to the audience, and then we'll jump into the topic we were talking about before we okay. started recording. Yeah, and then we'll get into everything else. Okay. Uh, my name is Tian. I am 25 years old and I'm from South Africa. Uh, I've been in Korea now for about a year and seven months. And Korea has truly won my heart over. Nice. So, yeah, that's the most basic things about me when it comes to introducing myself. Yeah, that's perfect, man. Um, Yeah, we'll get into everything else, obviously, yeah. like throughout the show. So, yeah, Korea is a cool place for sure. And it's funny, too, because, like, everybody who I've had here before, for the most part, has kind of, like, been, like, a lifer. They've been here for, like, a couple yeah. of years already, and they're like, yeah, we're going to be here for a while. Yeah. <laughs> we're never leaving this place. <laughs> so, okay, cool, man. So, we were talking about um, anime before. Yeah. Yeah. So, why don't we jump into anime again? And uh, we were talking about our favorite animes. Yeah. And I was saying that my favorite anime is, by far, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Um, number one. Number one, and yeah. um, and I, there's so many other ones that we can talk about. So let's let's talk about your like your. Do you have like a number one favorite of all time? I have a few. I think Full Metal Alchemist is definitely on my list of top ten. I rewatched the series. I think it was this year, because like because I know there are two Full Metal Alchemists, and I couldn't remember which one I watched. So I just rewatched it, and I was the brilliance of it all. I was amazed again about how good it is my favorite anime is the one that got me started and introduced me to the world of anime and that's naruto mm. so i'm still i know it's finished now and boruto the uh, what do you call it the show that it's not related to the show but it's part of this show uh spin-off <laughs> yes yeah, the spin-off yeah the spin-off yeah. yeah, spin of naruto started now i'm still busy with one of the big last scenes of the show. So I'm still busy watching that. But Naruto is definitely one of my favorites. Right. And then also a classic is Clanad. Clanad. I don't know that one. Watch that. If <clears throat> if ever you go on the internet mm -hmm. and you look for the saddest anime. Yeah. Clanad That's is it? number one. Okay. The, a, most people would say that that anime is the the saddest anime to watch. The saddest anime to watch. It it is. I think it only has two seasons. And oh, I oh. The, what the if somebody feels... doesn't want to watch a sad anime? Is it, oh, <laughs> shut up and just watch, just watch it. it. <laughs> just watch it. You do yourself that favor and just oh, watch Clanad. Anyone who's listening, watch Clanad. Check it out. Is that good? It, I understand. It's really it's that good. It is. I mean, it released, I think, early 2000s. So by the time we're old, I think we will be able to call it a, one of the classic animes 
because if you go onto also lists, top 10 animes you must watch, Clanand is usually part of those lists. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. I know one of the saddest scenes a lot of people talk about is also from Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, yeah, by far, yeah. The girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't spoil it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The girl. Don't spoil it. I'm, yeah, I'm just yeah. going to say well, that. Everybody, everyone, just, everyone who's watched it and you say the girl, everybody's like, oh, I got it. Don't, <laughs> yeah. don't bring up bad memories. <laughs> are there other animes that are also... I enjoyed... Yeah, like, go through, your, like, your favorite animes and, like, why. I... I'm, I'm interested. Loved Bleach. Bleach, okay. I don't know if you've ever watched Bleach. No, I have it on my list, but I haven't seen it yet. I've watched Bleach... Oh, I'm still busy with the first... Not the first season, but I know it has a season one with about two or three hundred episodes, and then it has a season two. And a lot of people are complaining about season two and how... And I'm still busy with season one. Right. But... There's a filler in there that, fuck, it's just not ending. Hmm. Or I don't even know if it's part of the main story anymore. I'm just so annoyed, so I haven't watched Bleach. But Bleach is a also a very, very good anime. Okay. Death Parade was also an anime that completely caught me off guard. Okay. That was amazing, amazing anime. But they're not going to make a season two. Uh, Death Parade deals with, of course, death. Um, then every episode, two new people get sent, not, not hell, I would rather call it limbo, mm. where they are in this pub bar setting and they have to play a game or, yeah, usually it's a game like darts, but there are certain rules. Like if you hit a certain point on the dartboard, the other person will lose a finger. Right. And so it is about pain and death. And then the person in the end who wins the competition, they get to be reborn. Mm. And then the other person goes to hell. Hmm. So it deals with that. And then also the... I don't know if they are gods of death or angels of death, but the people that run the bar place and their stories of why they are there. So it was also an amazing... Series with an intense cliffhanger, which annoys me because they're ma- not making a season <clears throat> two. Oh, I hate that shit. Another one, I don't know if you've seen it, Dead, Ma- Dead Man's Wonderland. Mm-mm. Oh, I haven't watched that in years, but I think it's about a boy that gets imprisoned in some weird-ass prison. And then it's just blood and gore and death and fight scenes and right. any everything that's awesome about anime. Right. But that also is also one of the big seasons that I've seen. Or not season, but shows that people say they want a season two of, which I agree. Also, major cliffhanger at the end. They've got so much possibility. Oh, another favorite of mine is Sword Art Online. Oh, yeah. That's a good one, too. I know that one. I I, didn't, I don't know the other ones, but I know Sword Art Online for sure. Did, have you watched all three seasons? Yes. <clears throat> um, I like them. I think that they have a lot of potential. Um, I think that they rush through them too quickly. Especially the first season, Sword Art Online. The very the first, first one, one. I think they rushed through it too quickly, in my opinion. They they could have stayed in that world, because um, I don't want to spoil it for too many people. Yeah, but, like, yeah they could have yeah. stayed in the first world mm. for much longer, in my opinion. Um, yeah. And I think that's what they should have done to draw out the characters more and to draw out more of the story and the um, the uh, the RPG elements and everything else. I think they could have done that, um, in my opinion. So, but I still like the story. I still like the characters. Um, sometimes it gets a little too 
too dramatic for me. <laughs> um, but overall, I like it. And actually, apparently, um, I don't know too much, but there's another anime called Log Horizon. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that's that. That's pretty much the same as Sword Art yeah. Online, but they actually stay in the world yeah. for a long period of time. Um, and they draw out all those elements that I had mentioned before. I haven't watched it, though, so I'm not sure yet. Log Horizon, I've seen season one, and I started season two. <clears throat> but then I just I lo- kind of lost interest. Okay. Because when it comes to me watching animes, I would go through these phases where I watch anime for weeks and then i just stop for i'm the same way i'm the the same exact way (laughs) so that's what happened with log horizon i haven't had the although yes it is a good anime and i know a lot of people love it but i just never had the urge to continue with the series but if you want that whole rpg vibe then definitely watch log yeah log horizon it is it is good it does go more i think sword art online focuses more on the character development yeah where log horizon is more about the world okay and issues surrounding the world where sword online focuses a lot more on the character development and almost the psychology behind it if you go deeper into the show and you start nitpicking at Mm. themes and things like that which we can also sit and do for hours and hours and hours. Right, of course. But yeah. that is just my personal opinion. But I haven't watched those two shows in years. Yeah, I'm it's been a while. Very excited to watch Sword Art Online. Uh, oh, season four? There's another one. There are rumors of season four. I'm very lost with exactly if they're going to bring out a season four. But they just released a movie. Hmm. And I gotta check that that's, out. That's yeah, that is definitely on the list of things to watch. I think it was released a few months ago. Okay. Yeah, I'm behind because I'm behind on anime in general. And by the way, let me just apologize and also say um thank you to Tian, who is an angel <clears throat> and who brought snacks and drinks this morning slash this afternoon and I yeah. o- I overslept and like I woke up and I was like, Oh shit and I see like a whole bunch of messages from Tian. He's like, Hey, I think I'm here, man. Like are you available? <laughs> Did I come too early? I'm like, dude, I just woke up. I'm so sorry. Yeah, and you and you brought drinks and stuff, so you probably hear me drinking and eating in the background thanks to Tian. So sorry about that, audience. It'll be all right. Um, yeah. So here's the thing: being in Korea, um, as you already know, uh, censor a lot of things from Japan. Oh yes, yes, um, yes. So on my Netflix, I had access to anime. Um, I have access to certain anime here, but not all the anime mm-hmm. that I have access to in the United States, for example. Um, and then I have a Crunchyroll account, which is an anime account, yeah. a streaming service. Yeah. Um, and the same thing. Like I have it here, obviously, but <laughs> there's not a big, um, not a big list of anime that I yeah. can watch here. So, um, which is unfortunate because I like I pay for these services and I want to yeah. watch these shows um, on these services, so they get the you know the support. Right, and yeah. they get whatever um, money that they would normally get. <clears throat> um, so I, when I do watch anime, I have to pretty much download it um, or watch it online, which doesn't really help. Yeah. So I, I dislike that. But um, generally speaking, there is a lot of anime that is good out there, um, and that I <sighs> need to catch up on. Yeah, you know, and like you, when I go through anime. I go through like a huge like binge of anime, yeah. and then I just stop, you know, and then I just get back into my 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 uh, normal TV series. So, how do you normally watch it? Do you just download it? Do you just torrent it? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, I usually torrent it, but nowadays I'm watch I'm streaming it. Okay. But yeah, technically not from legal sources. That's okay. It's fine. You're or, in Korea. I'm. Or I'm not. Or I'm, <laughs> You're in Korea. It's cool. I'm not sure if they if they are legal or illegal, but I nowadays I usually stream it. It's just easier. Yeah. Because trying to find anime to download or certain animes to download can be so difficult, especially if they aren't popular. Then you right. can't really download them. I do have a Crunchyroll account, but when I tried that, oh, when I tried it just when I came to Korea, it gave me so many problems. Really? Why? I I can't remember, but it wasn't working. I think one of the problems was. Um, a lot of the times it said, this, I don't know if you've ever had it with YouTube, but then your country hasn't made this content available. Yep, that's it. It's censored. Yeah. Yeah, or it's region blocked, um, which yes. essentially is the same to me. So even though I know it's a little bit different. Um, yeah, yeah, your country hasn't made this available. And um, that's because Korea doesn't want, well, maybe Korea may just be, you know, general region blocking um, yeah. for whatever access or the rights or something like that. I'm not sure. But yeah. Yep, I have the same problem here. So there isn't a huge list of anime to watch here, to be honest with you, on Crunchyroll. Um, Netflix has a couple, but they don't have a huge list either. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. Like Ajin, for example. Ah. Yeah, Ajin, which is a Netflix uh, anime series I like. Oh, I did not know it's Netflix. It's Netflix, yeah. Oh. And, and you would assume that it would be available on Netflix, yeah, right? Makes sense. But it's not here. And... Um, the Seven Deadly Sins, which is another Netflix original anime I've series. I've heard of that, but I haven't watched it. Which I like. Is another Netflix original, but is not um, available here. So, I was highly frustrated with that. Um, yeah. Because, again, maybe region blocked or whatever mm. the reason is. Um, so, I'm like, God damn it, man. This shit blows the hell out of me. And I was in Japan uh, a couple weeks ago. And I, I was so excited because I had access to all those animes. So I was yeah. like, yes, I'm going to download all of them. <laughs> but guess what? You can download them, but they're in Japanese and they don't have the English subtitles. Oh. Naturally, right? <laughs> Naturally. Because, oh. you know, when I'm in the States, it always has the English subtitles. Yeah. Like, always. But uh, since I am in Japan, they have no need for the English subtitles because the you know, language is in they're Japanese. They're Japanese. Yeah. yeah. So, I was like, son of a bitch. So, I downloaded, like, three different seasons of, like, anime. Mm. And I can't watch any of them because they're all in Japanese. So... Yeah. So yeah, story of my life. But um, but yeah. So the other way of doing it is just downloading it or streaming it, like you said. Mm. And I don't want to do that because I want to make sure that, you know, for those of you who don't know, anime specifically and manga are like, they're like, on the brink. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like they need all the support they can get. Essentially, yeah. um, it's not like a dying breed, but it's kind of like a dying breed. So like, if you every if one mm. every like and every support. Every person who supports or buys the anime series or watches it um, on Crunchyroll or Netflix or whatever helps, yeah. right? Every bit of it helps. When some people like download and watch and stream other TV shows, it's not a big deal, right? If if uh, all the foreigners in Korea like don't pay for Netflix and they're watching Netflix shows, Netflix is not gonna they're not gonna lose a lot of money, yeah. right? But if all the same people were doing that to anime, you know that the anime, um, uh, what's it called? Tam. Because I just woke up, I can't speak. The anime industry I, uh, is going industry. to take a hit, right? The anime industry is going to take a hit. So. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with you. If if it isn't one of the most famous anime studios in the world is Studio Ghibli. Yeah. I mean, they did... I think one of the most famous ones they did is... 
Spirited Away. Yeah. With most anime fans, if you talk to them about Studio Ghibli, Spirited Away is on top of the list. It's an amazing and fantastic anime. But if a studio isn't as big as Studio Ghibli or as famous, like you said, if there isn't enough support, so many studios get closed down or shut down. So many anime projects can be made because they don't have the funding right. or, there's, or the support to do it. Yeah, and it happens right away, too. Yeah. So they can release one season of anime and it doesn't get all the support within like a couple weeks. Mm. Like, oh, well, we got to shut this down because we don't have the support to you know, keep it, go for yeah. another season. And unfortunately, it doesn't work like that. You know, sometimes it takes time for people to, you know, to get to know new anime. And, of course, the same thing works for TV shows, too. You know, a show could be out for, like, six years, and I can get to it. I'm like, damn, how did I miss this? Yeah. Right? But when anime doesn't work like that, it's very fast-paced. And if they don't get enough um, support within a certain period of time, they just, like, shut down. And they just disband. And you're just like, no! <laughs> wow, is there only one season? Yeah. So then they do, do, like, OVAs. Yeah. Right? Um, which I like, but it's not the same. You know, so I'm saying. Yeah, there's. I don't watch a lot of OV, especially. It's a weird thing. If I finished an anime, and there are OVAs, the chances are I won't watch the OVAs because the OVAs are usually still within the storyline, and right. I've already finished the storyline, so I don't want to watch the OVA. It annoys me for right. some odd reason. It annoys me. Yeah, I did that with um, Black Butler. Oh yeah, Black Butler. Yeah, I, I, seen I think we should also apologize. We do not know the Japanese names. Yeah, that's of a good point. <clears throat> yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, they're probably like, what the fuck are these things? Yeah, these are just the English translations. translations yeah. yeah, so sorry about that, guys. Yeah. Oh, by the way, OVA, um, original video anime, right? I animation, so. original video animation. Yeah. Am I saying it wrong? I don't remember. Yeah. But it's like essentially, it's it's the same show. Um, but it's not a part of the season. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, they're, they're like different episodes, but they're not a part of like season one, for example, they're yeah. like separate episodes. They're like bonus episodes. Yeah. That's kind of like what it is. Um, so I might be saying that wrong and I'm sorry because I'm tired. Um, but yeah. What, yeah. What other shows, man? <laughs> what other shows? Oh, or do you watch? Oh, oh, there's another show. Um, it has a long, um, the Devil is a Part-Timer. The de- oh, I heard about that. Is that good? That's so, so good. It's another series that season two is not happening and oh, it no. destroys us. I- Last week, I watched a video where someone created... or No, they did a poll. Mm-hmm. And they asked anime fans what or which animes are out there that you want a season two of. And Dead Man Wonderland was one of them. Mm-hmm. And the devil is a part timer was another one. So the devil devil is a part timer is a comedy action fantasy mm-hmm. anime that is about Satan who goes to Earth because I think there's war in the underworld. Then he goes to Earth to try to escape, and then he ends up working at I think it's a McDonald's. <laughs> Not that they call it McDonald's, but I think it... It's like the equivalent. The, the equivalent. It's om- the word, I think, of the... Or the store's name is almost McDonald's, but it's not McDonald's. It's probably for copyright reasons. Right, and of course, yeah. All those law things. Yeah. But it's such a funny and relaxing anime to watch. And the story beca- you, <clears throat> the story pulls you in so much, and then it ends. 
and then you don't get satisfied with season two for the story to actually continue. That was one of them. Blood Lad mm-hmm. was another one. That's also a comedy fantasy anime about a girl. She gets... She ran... Was it randomly? But she ends up in in hell or in the underworld. Mm. And then it's a love story. So this demon falls in love with her. And then I think another demon is trying to steal her away or kill her. Mm. And it's also, I think, 10 or 12 episodes and it ends in the middle of the series. There isn't the conclusion... There, there is no conclusion. Yeah, and it fucking annoys me. Yeah, that, yeah. Because it was such a, it's a very quirky anime. Right. The characters are these weird because it's the underworld. It's these weird human mixed animal type of things and these characters. I remember. I think there are characters that are twins. Mm. That the way that they kill people are also. It's not. A, it's not a very dark anime it's it's supposed to be comedy and funny and so it's not bloody and gory but they do of course it's the underworld so of course death becomes part of it right but there are these two twins that i enjoyed so 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 much and they're just not gonna make it or they're not gonna continue with the series because i don't think it needs a season two i think they just actually need to continue with the series right so that was the one there's another one also a famous one Oh, Psychopaths. Mm. I don't know if you've seen that. No. Okay. For, to be honest, and if some of your listeners are fans, it's just my personal preference. I enjoy most animes or most genres of animes. I just can't do mecha anime. Mm -hmm. So as soon as it becomes people and robots and they start becoming one thing, I can't watch it. I don't know why. I... It just it just doesn't do it for me at all. Okay. So Psychopaths is the closest I've come to that I can do sci-fi. I can still do, but as soon as it becomes too robots and then I kind of lose the interest. Right. Psychopaths is the closest I come to that almost mecha futuristic thing. But that's also a brilliant like the name says Psychopaths, the psychological aspects of it is so well written. Because it deals with a futuristic Japan, almost, where people people are monitored. Uh, everyone is monitored. And if you're... I can't remember what they're called. But if you're... If psychologically you become... You hit a certain level <clears throat> of disagreement or animosity, mm. then the police get set out to either kill you or to capture you. Although you haven't done anything wrong. Right. But psychologically, <clears throat> you're very close to doing something wrong, and then they stop it. So how are, how are they monitoring you psychologically? Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember if... I think it's uh, based on video surveillance, mm-hmm. and then certain body language and gestures and things like that. I don't think it's like people are injected with nano... Right. Bite, <laughs> nano... Like nanochips. Yeah, nanochips or things like that. It's not something like that. I think it's more to do with um, behavior and things like that. And then then the people that hunt the people or kill the people that do bad things, they are also not pure of heart. Mm. So some of them do have a past where they did some things wrong or something like that. And if you do 
reach a certain level of animosity, if I remember correctly, you do also turn into a monster. Oh, that's interesting. For some reason. So it is a very dark, psychological, gory anime, but it is so good. It also has two seasons. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> See, I, I like TV series that can, I mean, like, or TV anime, sorry, anime that can go on for mm. a little while, but I also think that every story needs to end at some point. Yeah. But, like, for anime series that only lasts, like, a season and, like, there's still story left only because, like, it's shut down or something like that, man, I, I hate that. Yeah. You know, so I totally understand your your <laughs> your sentiment when it comes to, like, oh, man, like, damn, like, I really want this to come hmm. back. Like, please bring this one back. Have you watched One Punch Man? Uh, No, that is also on my list. Um, I think they have it on Crunchyroll, but not here in, in Korea, unfortunately. Yeah, I think so. I downloaded One Punch Man because... I try to be all hipster and not watch mainstream anime yeah. to to see to see other animes, but I still do get caught up in the mainstream anime because if you only watch mainstream anime, you lose a lot of yeah, you're losing a lot amazing of like anime animes, shows, yeah. even the weirdest animes out there. Yeah, for sure, there are some creepy things out there. Yes, there but, is. <laughs> yes, there is definitely. <laughs> but for sure. The, with the mainstream animes like One Punch Man, I just watched it because people were freaking out about how good this series is. And I was like, mm. oh, usually if they freak out, then I'm disappointed. But when I watched it, it was so good yeah. and so entertaining. And now I can't remember if they're bringing back another season. Um, I think they are. One Punch Man is very famous. Like They, they definitely have the support they need to, yeah. to bring it back. Um, I, And again, I don't know this as a fact. It's just mm. like from what I've read and from what I've seen um, and from what I've heard, they're definitely going to bring back One Punch, Punch Man. Man. That, yeah, for sure. So <clears throat> I haven't seen it. I, I want it. I want to watch it. Um, Again, there's like so much anime that I have like on my list to watch, but I just haven't been able to because I want to do it the right way. You know, mm. that's why. Like I, some shows... Um, I'll watch without doing it the right way, <laughs> but you know, I try to do it the right way just to make sure I can give that support. Mm. And here's the thing too. I also tried to buy anime. Um, like I was on PlayStation network the other day and there was like, you know, different anime movies that were on sale. I was like, oh, perfect. Yeah. Like, I'll buy some region blocked. Mm-hmm. I bought the shit digitally and it's region blocked. It's like it's not available in your region. I bought it from PlayStation Network. Work, what do you yeah. mean? Right, because my PlayStation is registered in the United States, so I thought yeah. it'd be fine. But they're like, no, because you're connected to like you know the Korean internet. It's just a region blocks. And I was like, motherfucker. So, anyways, that blows the shit out of me. And after that, I was just like, damn, man. So I can't even buy it online if I really yeah. want to. Um. So yeah, I, I um I, I use a VPN. For everybody's like, why don't you just use a VPN? I can use a VPN for sure. Um, not on my play. Well, I think you can use it on my PlayStation, but I mainly watch anime off my PlayStation because I have I use Crunchyroll and everything on yeah. there. So I can do it through my computer and use a VPN. Uh, which which is what I'll probably do. Um, but if I use a VPN, I'm not entirely sure if the support still gets there. If like yeah. if I if I still counts as a view or mm-hmm. not. So mm-hmm. I need to look that up. Um, but yeah, mainstream anime. I agree. Um, there's, of course, most of the mainstream anime is very good. Um, but there's also, like you said, like tons of, you know, non-mainstream anime that is amazing. Yeah. And a lot of people aren't, <clears throat> they don't really know about those, so they don't see them as much. But, uh, Attack on Titan is another one. Oh, that's I need also to main. season two. It's also pretty mainstream and it's really good. Yeah. Um, Death Note is amazing and now they're making a movie um like the third death note i don't know if you i don't know how big you are into asian dramas yeah but i think death note is the scale and magnitude that death note is in the asian world is i think there are two 
Japanese Death Note dramas, or only one. There's a Korean one that just released, and mm. now America is making a movie. And I think there is also another movie. Oh, really? Out about Death Note. <clears throat> yeah. If you, if you, go on. Crunchyroll has the Japanese one, but if you go look at Korean dramas, yeah. Death Note is one of the the dramas that Korea also remade. That's cool. Or did I will be honest with you, I watched Death Note when I was in high school, mm-hmm. and I rewatched it this year, and I still haven't finished it. Okay. For some reason. There's a character that dies. I'm not gonna. Yeah. See, I was about say, to say that too. Yeah. So there's a character <clears throat> that dies, <clears throat> and as soon as that character dies, some something in the anime, yeah, goes completely. How to? It's kind of hard to continue. Yeah. yeah. It's it's like well the, the whole the whole this the why why to the writer I want to ask why because. Yeah. I don't... If you want to do that, then end the show like that. Right. No, I agree. Um, I also don't want to put spoilers out there, but I totally agree that I think the anime should have ended a different way mm-hmm. than it actually I, I did. Haven't, it, I haven't watched the end yet. I'm still... Okay, like, yeah. Last, so like, I, five episodes, I think. Yeah, so I won't, I won't spoil it, but I think I personally, in my opinion, I think that it should have ended a different way, and I think that they should have... Um, uh, after a certain character dies, they should have just ended it there, um, in my opinion. So yeah, I mean overall, it's still it's still a great anime. Yeah, in my, I cannot, in my yeah, opinion. It's cla- um, yeah, classic. But it's it's quite yeah, it's a classic. It's quite clever. I mean, the writing is good. The voice acting is amazing. Um, so it's good. But um, I think everybody who's seen the anime and yeah. is listening to this show right now, they're like, yeah, I know exactly what he's talking about. Um, yeah, but I'll leave it at that because I don't want to spoil it for everybody else. Everybody should watch that show for yeah. sure, though. My my one friend, she wasn't into anime, and I told her just try it. Yeah, just just try it and then she watched because if i tell people to watch anime i try to give them anime that i think they would like right so i gave her death hunt was one of the animes that i gave her and she likes the more dark twisty things yeah so then she would totally like that for sure and she loves death note i as a gift i bought her a death note a Death Note. Nice. I bought oh, the, the, Death the Note. Book. Nice. Yeah. The book. As a gift, I bought her the book. <laughs> and it has like the rules inside. Yeah. Yeah, that's tight. I like that. So she she is so excited for the movie. Mm. I'm skeptical about the movie. Me too. I'm... Because I know... Not that I've w- finished the anime, but I've watched it twice. And so I know the anime. I know the story. Not the ending, but the main plot of the story I do know. Right. And when I watched the trailer... Mm-hmm. I was like, mm. yeah, there are a few differences in there that I already picked up that I, that annoys me so much. Well, why don't we talk about it? Because I'm curious, because um, a lot of my friends here don't really watch anime as much. Um, so let's talk about some of those differences. And I also want to talk about whitewashing, right, as one of those differences. Because mm-hmm. they were talking about, mm-hmm. oh, well, of course, like they wouldn't have like, you know, um, it's a Japanese anime, but they wouldn't have like uh, Asian people playing yeah. Asian characters. You know, this like it's just like natural whitewashing or whatever that happens. You know, in the West all the time. And I'm like, okay, so let's talk about this. Yeah. Right? Okay. One, in my opinion, um, yes, there is whitewashing in general, mm-hmm. of course, right? And in most animes, when you watch, you know, most anime characters are portray, generally speaking, Caucasian people. Yes. Um. But 
I will say that if you've ever been to Japan and if you know Japanese people, they're not necessarily dark. You know, they're like a different shade of white, you yeah. know, so they're not, you know, they're not, it's not like a total, like, uh, it's not like a total, they're not totally off, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. they, they draw their characters as, you know, Caucasian people for the most part, like different hairstyles and similar facial structures yeah. and things like that. But generally speaking, I mean, they're not, they're not dark at all, oh, you yeah. know? So when they said, that, oh, well, of course, they're just going to whitewash this, this and that. Well, well, if you think about it, one, the anime series has characters who look like this. Yeah. Right, who are portrayed to be as Caucasian people. Second of all, um, you know, Japanese people are not dark at all. Like they're they're pretty white themselves. Yeah. You know, and of course, you know, people will be like, oh well, they're not exactly white, or you know, I don't think it really matters to be honest. Yeah. Um, but you know, the, in terms of skin tone, like it's very similar. Um, and three, Netflix and other people who adopt the right, who have the rights to the show or whatever, they're going to do their own twist to it. Yes. Right. And as you have seen in the trailer and as I've seen in the different trailers that I've watched, they obviously make some differences, um, specifically with some of the characters. Yeah. Yeah. So that are not going to be the same. So then you have to bring in this whole conversation of like, okay, well, if they're going to put their own spin on it, you know, that's okay. Right. Um, But. You have to watch that show for what it is. Yeah. Right? You can't really compare it to the main TV series yeah. or to the main anime because there's obviously going to be some differences. Now, if there's uh, a show that they're going to do completely the same, then I can say, okay, well, if they're going to do this completely the same as the anime, mm. then everything should be as close as possible. But the Netflix adaptation, from what I've seen so far, is going to be different. Yeah. It's going to be a similar storyline, maybe the same storyline, but they're going to put their own twist on it and have their own different characters. Which I personally think is okay. Yeah. I'm skeptical about how it's gonna be, uh-huh. but I, I think it's okay. You know, I think it'll be fine. So I, I that was a little all over the place. I, I'm sorry. I think yeah. no, no, no. I I completely understand and follow what you're saying. For me, what I'm scared is going to happen with with Dave Note. For me personally, is the best example I can give is when they make an uh, when they make a sequel mm-hmm. to a movie and the sequel wasn't necessary right and that disappointment and that goes with it like you're kind of excited about it, you watch and then you're like that sh- they should not have done that and i'm mm. so scared that that's gonna happen with death note i can't remember what the differences was that i saw in the trailer i just knew i saw things where, where because i watched the show earlier this year right it's kind <laughs> of fresh in my mind still mm-hmm so, I know there was one scene in the trailer that I saw where I was just sitting there trying to wrap my brain around where in the anime did that happen. And right. I can't remember that that ever happened in the anime. Right. So, they're going to probably have some. Yeah, their own adaptation. Yeah. Yeah, which I don't generally see as a... I don't see it as wrong. I mean, you can put a lot of other positives like it's job creation. Right. And then and, 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 and it is... Also, like we talked about before, it is shining light on anime. Right. If you're going to go look up Death Note, the movie, you are going to find the reference to the anime, which also helps the anime world or franchise industry, whatever. But for me personally, Mm -hmm. I'm not not too hype about it or even hype to see it. Right. I don't know if I will actually 
see it. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Honesty. Yeah, because obviously we're we're fans of the anime, right. so yeah. we want things to be related to the anime. It's the same thing with like Game of Thrones and the books and the show, right? Oh yes. There's obviously going to be some stark differences, and there's going to be a lot of similarities. But you know, either one, you can't put everything in the in the show that mm-hmm. you want to, or two, they just have their own adaptation. They just have their own version of doing it. Yeah. Um. You know, and that goes along with the characters as well. You know, and like I said, I saw a trailer the other day with uh, L. You know, L is African American in the Netflix. Oh yeah. Movie. And L is not African American in the in the show. That is that you was know? so like it, you know you just kind of mm-hmm. like oh and, and and in my opinion, light. I mean light and. Um, L, both mm. of those characters in the show could be white or they could be Asian, mm. in my opinion. It's like I don't know, you know. So so they could have gone both ways in the in the in the TV show, as far as I'm concerned. Um, when when I saw, but when you see him as black, you're just like, I don't think L is black in the show at all. Yeah. Like, he's he's definitely like white or maybe Asian, but that's when, it. Yeah, when so. I saw when I saw that was that was another thing if I remember correctly. When I saw the trailer, I saw that L was black. Yeah. I immediately that that put me off because like you said there are certain characters that they can be o- almost any race but the character as Al as a black character I me personally from a having studied drama and knowing what I know I cannot support that decision with any with any not not facts with uh, i can't understand why they why they they made that choice right we are when you say drama you are taught that everything you do because i'm more i'm stage trained everything you do on stage you need to give a reason for it you need to have a reason why are you walking like that or why did you exit that in that door you need to have a reason right and i just can't understand why they made al black right I mean, you can even <clears throat> the love interest, right? You can make her black, right? F- for me, she can she can be she can be black. I mean, most of the cast can be black or anything, but L as a black character, I would typecast him as an Asian. Right. I would just because of the way is that was the one problem, and the other problem is also the the way the actor played L wasn't conveying a strong sense of who L is in the anime like right. the way he sits and the things he does right if you watch the anime you would know exactly his characteristics are so interesting specifically the way he sits yeah and when i watched the trailer i was just like the actor was just not getting it yeah there is a there is a certain atmosphere or aura if you want to put it like that or a certain energy that l that l has right. when you when you see him and that the anime depicts but when i watched the trailer i was just mm, yeah and it's not... just the trailer yeah yeah but I, I agree with you like I, I don't think i don't think they should have made l black in my opinion um so yeah as a character and the thing is too like this this the, the anime takes place in japan mm. right you know with japanese characters i can't remember where it takes so, place in america i know it takes place in america <clears throat> i can't remember which wait city. um the movie oh does it 
If okay, I remember so, correctly, so, it so takes place in America. Okay, I didn't know that. So if they're doing it, if they're doing it in America, then I could totally understand L being black mm, because we have not. the we have the diversity. There. Yes, yes, yes. You know, in, in that way, I can, but I still yeah, can. because we have the diversity mm. there, which is which is perfectly fine. Yes, but if they were taking place in Japan, you know, what I'm saying then I would want, you know, um, I would want that character to be something else. Yeah. Um, the character in the anime series looks more Asian to me. Yeah. So in, in my opinion, they should have made him more Asian. He should have been like an Asian character. Um, even even you know, if he is, was a so, black Asian, <laughs> that would be cool. Like I'd be cool with that. Yeah, yeah, of course it has nothing to do with him being black. black. I mean, no one gives a shit. Um, well, I don't give a shit. <laughs> there are yeah. obviously people who give a shit. Um, so I mean, I'm not being racist anyway. That's my. Yeah, those me, are my people. Me, it's from from <laughs> those a, are my people. Yeah, for me, it's from an artistic <laughs> point of view. I can't understand right. that from a directing point of view. Or yeah. From a writing point of view, I. I just can't understand yeah. why they made those switches. I do understand America is diverse. I do understand that point. Of I course. do get. But even the adaptation, why? Yeah, just like why? It? Like, what's the reason? Yeah, I know. I agree. I think. Um, I mean, I understand it's the 21st century, and we're trying mm, to, you know, make yeah. sure that we include all groups, and you know, try to include them equally. But at the same time, you know, if you're doing like a, if you're taking a show and you're putting all your own twist on it, I think that's okay. Like, what, which is what yeah. Netflix is doing. Um, but if they were to do it exactly right, like the anime, exactly yeah. the anime, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't have made that um that character black at all. I think I would have made him Asian for sure. Um, and light, and, and pretty much everybody else except for maybe the girlfriend. I forgot her name. I can't remember. She definitely looks like like a like a white girl for sure. She's oh yeah yeah. yeah. I I actually understand I forget, what you mean. Yeah, you like she totally looks like a like. Just a, can't remember her. Yeah, name. I can't remember her name either. But um, and other characters um. Yeah, I mean, and I'm trying to think too. Like another example, Full Metal Alchemist, mm. right? Brotherhood. Isn't there if also you were to rumors do... that they were going to do that? They might turn that into a live action. I don't know if they will or not. But the thing about it, I mean, Edward mm. Elric, right? Edward yeah. and Alphonse Elric. Those are characters have blonde hair. Ooh, they're white. You know, they're like they're like they're to- when you would think about it in, as, as a live action, you would totally think them as as white, right? Completely. Um, and again, we're not the creators. The creators mm. are Japanese, and yes, we, you know we can talk about all of the reasons why they do their characters like that. Yeah, you know, we, there's there's a lot of history. There's a lot of reasons why that's you know they're drawn like that. But if I was to do live action, those two characters by far would be would yeah. by far would be white. The, you know? um, if if I had to do a, a if I had to cast it now that we're talking about the whole white and having also black characters play certain. I can't remember his name, but the um the big muscular dude Scar, uh, in Full Metal Alchemist. In full, yeah, the yeah. guy with the I think he gets metal metal hands. Yeah, metal fists, and he has a fan, he has like this little blonde hair. Oh, thing. Armstrong. Yeah, Armstrong. Yeah, I'm, Terry Crews as Armstrong. Yo, Terry <laughs> Crews as Armstrong would be fucking amazing. Yeah, that that I can understand. That'd be amazing. But yeah. Full Metal Alchemist, the reason also why they need to be white is because of the era in which it is written. Yes, it is written in. If you had to take it, it will be a eighteen hundred early nineteen hundred yeah. Britain eighteen yep. hundreds Europe eighteen hundreds. Yeah, that is the whole steampunk vibe that they have right. almost going on in the so <clears throat> i do kind of understand that you need to be have a white yeah i mean there's different characters that that mm. have different um ethnic backgrounds um, yeah in that show 
Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It has... like uh, Ling's characters, like from the East, right? He's considered mm. to be from the East, which would be considered China, and I think um, Scar is Scar is. I think I, I think Scar and his people are African American or Native American. I was thinking uh, Middle Eastern. It could be Middle Eastern too. Yeah, so that could be a Middle Eastern character. Um, when I say African American, I mean like you know. You know, African, African or Native <laughs> American, American yeah. or Middle Eastern, and when you watch the story, and everybody who knows, like who who has seen this show, they're like, yeah, that totally makes sense. Like, I think those characters would be perfectly fine. So if they were to do a live adaptation, I mean, like a live um live action, those characters could be it for sure. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> Major Armstrong as uh, Terry Crews, that's fucking great. Um, but like in the show, he's clearly white too. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? Like him and his family are clearly blonde white. hair, yeah, blue blonde eyes, hair, blue eyes. Yeah. The whole Aryan race thing. Yeah. Comes strong. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> that would be so. That I'm just imagining that that would just that would be perfect. Even the yeah. lines that he has. Yeah. Because I think he he's one of the comic more comic relief he, characters. He is. With yeah. His one liners. Yeah. That he sometimes has, and, and he's very think, like adorable. Yeah. And yeah. 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 Uh, which is kind of like the the character that Terry Crews plays in a lot of his movies. Yeah. He's like this this big like big muscular guy and you're just like oh shit like he's kind of frightening but then he talks and he just like does certain things, things you're just yeah. like oh shit he's just so nice you know kind of like the the bear you know yeah um so anyways yeah um yeah so anyways yeah i, I, I remember going back to what I, my original point when i saw the the first trailer you know mm. i was like wow um this is interesting we'll see how it works right and a lot of people are like oh whitewashed 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 and i'm like okay I, I can see people's points, mm. you know, when they say it's whitewashed. But at the same time, you know, when you watch the actual anime series and a lot of anime out there, a lot of the characters are essentially portrayed to be yeah. white, um, which I get. I understand. Um, I'm not agreeing with it. I'm not disagreeing with it. I'm just saying I understand I, it. I actually, there's a book I bought that to this day I still want to finish. I'm very interested in anime and in recent doing one of my big dreams would be to do a thesis on anime and nice. voice acting and things like that and i bought this book that's uh manga i can't remember what you call it but it's it gives you the history basically of how manga like developed developed from the old classics like astro boy mm. i think was also one of the very very early mangas that yeah. were released and one of the things I do talk about is about why so many characters are portrayed as white or mm. leans more to being white. And they said one of the things were because when you, when the artist, especially a few years ago, they were uh, drawing, trying to draw the perfect characters mm. or trying to give them the perfect look. And in their minds, they had this idea and maybe still kind of today still has the idea that white is perfect. Right. That sounds so bad. That can be taken so No, wrong, but, but I mean, there's a... Especially <clears throat> if you live in Korea. Right. Or in any Asian country, like, I'm not sure about China, but Jap- Japan and Korea, there is a certain idea and how whiteness is put on a pedestal right should not even just in these countries there's lots of countries mm. that feel the same way yeah, and even sure. in korea one of the things one of the things that i do notice is things like bb cream mm-hmm. is a big thing in korea trying to whiten their, whiten skin, their skin more yeah um 
And I think it is because of things like being colonized by um, European countries right. and slavery that I think played a big role in shaping this mentality of whiteness right. being the better race. And that is one of the reasons why in so many animes and mangas, the characters look predominantly white is yeah. because of that mindset of white being perfect, being perfect yeah. or being the better or stronger race. Not that I'm <clears throat> saying, but that is just how, That's just it how they view it. Developed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And when I say they, I mean like a lot of people, but, like yeah. a lot of people view it to be it this way. And mm. uh, in other countries too, I mean, me, I'm mixed, you know, I'm multiracial. I've traveled a lot and mm. everybody, people like me and everybody else who is not white for the most part, and who have traveled, they know mm. that that's the common perception. If you're a white, you are, you know, automatically considered not necessarily to be superior, but you kind of are superior. Yeah. You know, they're like they look as you as more perfect than anybody else. One um, one example that I can give, if people still don't understand where where I'm trying to come or what we're trying to say about the whole white aspect, is my friend told me a story about a girl working, a girl or a guy, I can't remember, American native English speaker who was teaching English in Korea. And uh, the person was black. Mm -hmm. And then one of the Korean parents complained, saying that they want a real American to teach their child. Meaning they want a white American person to teach their child because a black American isn't native enough. Right. So I think that is is also still... uh, I think for the older generation, there is still that stigma of black being African, white being... Native American or native speaking, if we have to go into languages. Right. So that is, that's the whole, there's a certain mindset in a lot of Asian, that I know, I know a lot more about Asian countries than other countries. So that's the knowledge I have. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the common perception in a lot of countries. I mean, the Middle East, um, South, South America, um, Africa as well. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, no, it's, it's not just here. Yeah. It's not just here. Um, and, you know, and specifically with Japan, like you said, there's been a, like a huge Western influence. Yeah. Uh, the UK, for example, has had a big, you know, Britain has had a mm. huge influence and in, in Japan. And so has the United States. Um, so and since they view white as being, you know, the perfect, you know, like a more perfect person, they draw their characters. And, yeah. there's, and there's more to it, of course. But like that's that's a primary reason. Yeah. So and again, I get that. But like even when I was watching, you know, even when I was thinking about like, you know, the, the TV show, the trailer, and the anime, like, whitewashing and stuff like that. I'm like, well, I get it. You know, I totally understand. But at the same time, like, you know, the show was, you know, drawn with these characters. And these characters could be seen as whites or Japanese, in yeah. my opinion. You know, because when you look at Japanese people, they're definitely not. They're pretty white. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They look pretty white. Um, naturally, you know, they, they're not that dark. Um, mm-hmm. And I've seen, I've seen a lot of Japanese people. And I have been to the country i don't know about the rest of the country obviously i'm not just saying like oh well they're all like this color because there's different shades of course but they're not necessarily dark so if they if they were if netflix was just to do death note with just the characters from like the anime for example people i think would complain yeah people are going to complain regardless you have to deal with it so if for 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 them to do their own adaptation and then try to substitute some of the characters out with different races i think is personally personally fine but if they went the other way and they just did like white or Asian characters, I think that would be fine too because it is closely resembling, um, yeah, what's it called? But the, the original, anime right, right, exactly. Manga. And it's and it's like the same thing with like Game of Thrones, for example. Game of Thrones, you don't really see too many people who are not white, right? Yeah, um, because the way that <clears throat> show is written, 
mm. um is is mainly in the european setting think, yeah you know um and there's just not a lot of other people people of different races in the european setting yeah. and um and i remember it's like the same thing with games sometimes too like i remember the big controversy with the witcher the witcher 3 mm. or just the witcher series and people were complaining oh there's like there's no other characters of like who are not white you know, in this game series, and the people were the the creators are like, we're sorry, but this is like a mainly European mm. setting, right? Mm. That this is taking place. Yeah, there was just like white people here, like just different types of white people here, but there was no nobody else. Um, which I get. You have to take the setting into consideration yeah. from what the game is and from what the the book series is for Game of Thrones, and like that that is I think written off the War of the Roses. Um, which you're not going to find other people of really different races in that yeah. in that time period. So it's a very touchy subject for a lot of people. I know these. I don't. Last, I don't mind it though. <laughs> for me, it's okay. Last few years in the gaming community, yeah, a lot of uproar has been made made surrounding female lead characters. Yeah, or that's annoying. Female. What do you? lead not lead character well female character well yeah female main characters yeah main characters, characters yeah. who you play with or you playing as a female there aren't a lot of them yeah and one of the other issues i think of usually your female characters are also weaker than the male characters right. and then another one that also recently started is gay characters yeah which yeah i i can say if you think about games having a gay character i think one of the biggest gay characters i know is think far cry Far Cry? Four or five? That one of the characters I think is gay? Uh, I don't remember. Uh, I could be... If I am wrong, I do apologize. I don't know... It wasn't Far Cry 3, I'll tell you that much. Far Cry 4, I don't think so. I never really finished it. Though, was it Far Cry? I could be wrong, but yeah. I know there was... There is a lot nowadays with having gay characters. And I know there's also a thing with having transgendered characters in games. Oh, I haven't which, seen that. I don't, I don't have a problem with that. I just think, if I think of a game, most of the games I play, it's like, I don't really care (laughs) if I'm, not that I say you shouldn't have games with transgendered people or whatever, but I don't really notice that the person is, yeah, I don't give a shit, what they're, (laughs) whether they're female, okay, if you're playing something like Tekken or something like that, yes, then you, okay, I want to play as a female, I want to play as a male, I want to play as this, right. But one of the games I played, I don't know if you've ever played, is Outlast. Yeah. Um, I know the game. I haven't played it. Play it. It's amazing. Yeah. They're like scary, scary one, right? Yeah, but yeah. it's it's amazing. Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> but if you were to put a female in that role, right. I wouldn't have made it... It wouldn't have bothered me. It wouldn't have made the game better. It wouldn't have made the game worse. If the person was transgendered, mm-hmm. then I wouldn't have been bothered. Though... A transgender character in that setting would have been very interesting because it's a strong religious theme. Oh, really? So your storyline could be... Altered. Altered a bit Mm. in a very interesting way because having gay characters or transgender characters and sometimes even in some games having black characters or characters that aren't white can change the storyline a bit. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Which I think taking this sidestep we just took taking that back to us when you're talking about death note it's the same thing of you need a good reason for right. that person to be different not that i want to use the word different but for that for do for having that for change that, right so they made al black 
Yeah. Just why I understand it's American, but but why I just can't understand why L needs to be black. Yeah. Why specifically L? Right. And also, if I can remember, like the L, no, L looks so young. He does in the trailer. Yeah. The the black actor he looks so young. Where L, although yes, he is young. That is one of the factors in. Death and Divided Community is a young character, but Al looks young, but he shouldn't look young, if that makes sense. He shouldn't yeah. have that he shouldn't have a young aura about him. And that is one thing that I saw in the trailer is that he looks young and also his whole demeanor was also very young. Where for me, if I had if from a directing point of view, I want a character that can look or an actor that can look young, but the way he sits or moves needs to be as if he has an ancient soul almost. Right. If that makes sense at all. No, I see what you mean. I, I mean, yeah, I think, I mean, I, if it's in America, I, I, like I said, I understand the context. Um, But I think like L's character, in, even L in the anime, like he, just like his hairstyle mm. and his demeanor. Even um, that's such a, even just the hairstyle alone is yeah. L. Yeah, it's like, yeah, <laughs> it, exactly. It's, L. it's like, it's, it's like, it's, it makes what the, it makes the character unique, right? Yeah. Um, And obviously you're not going to get that hairstyle. Um, with with uh, with the L in the movie, <laughs> there's just it just doesn't work like that. Like for the most part, African Americans' hairs does not work like Asian hair. No, yeah, or like white people' hair is just different. Um, so but but for the most part, if if I because I think some people can listen to this, and I think we, some people might start saying that we are racist to some extent. Shit, but good luck telling me I'm racist. I'm black, Puerto <laughs> Rican, and Middle Eastern. <laughs> Um, Good luck. <laughs> but I just want to clear it and say that in most cases, it doesn't bother me whether the character is black. Gay, no, of course straight. not. No, it, we don't it, care. Yeah, it, I don't. We give don't a shit. care. It's but just, we're thinking about the anime. Yeah. If I had never seen the anime, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't yeah. give a shit. It doesn't bother me. But now mm. that I know what the anime is, you know, I mean, since I've seen the anime and I love the anime so much, it's one of my top favorite animes of all time. I'm just like. <sighs> It just doesn't. I don't think it works. You know, I just I just don't yeah. think it works. And uh, you know, and going to my previous point, like I, I, it doesn't matter. Or going to our previous point, mm-hmm. like it doesn't matter what he is. You know, it's just that like when you're when you're trying to if you're if the um how am I saying this? if Netflix is adapting the, yeah. the TV show, then I get it. I understand. Mm-hmm. If they wanted to say, hey, we're buying the rights and we're gonna make the Death Note no, series, yeah. but we're just gonna make it live action, then I'd be like, okay, well then you need to go you need to actually make it almost exactly the same you know yeah that's actually and obviously you're not going to be able to do that in all ways yeah you know but l (laughs) and light and certain characters are clearly white or asian i think maybe we need to take some time and actually do research on what netflix purpose is with death note are they going for an adaptation or are they going for closer to the anime because it seems more and more like they're doing that they're they're doing their own thing uh, yeah an adaptation which like I said, it is interesting, but I I don't know. Maybe I'm a purist in that way, right. where it's the same thing with with anime. Do not do if you want to torture me. Right. I've watched Naruto. I'm about eight hundred episodes in. If you to put the two seasons together, I think there are more than eight hundred episodes. So I'm eight hundred episodes in. I started watching that sub. If you want to torture me, tie me up, put me in front of a TV, and put up dubbed naruto <laughs> yeah i cannot I handle that yeah i agree and i think that purest view that i have with anime is mm-hmm. also bothers me 
because it's strange for me thinking when they do Death Note that because they did what's they didn't they didn't use the word Shinigami right and for me that's such a Shinig the word Shinigami which means Death God or God of Death or Angel of Death I've heard and seen it being translated to Angel of Death God of Death Death God. And the, this, there was a scene in the trailer where he said, I can't remember what he said, but he didn't say, he didn't use the word Shinigami and that mm. irritated me. It's like, yeah. he's a fucking Shinigami. That right. is what it is. He yeah. isn't a god of death. He isn't yeah. an angel. He's a <clears throat> Shinigami, the Japanese word. Yeah. And, and of course, like, yeah, of course, that's going to happen when you bring it into English. Too. Yeah, yeah. But from I think that is, that is one thing that bothers me is that purest in me when it comes to anime is... Yeah. That's why I can't watch dubbed anime. It, yeah, I can't it, either. We talked an- about this before. Yeah. yeah, it annoys the living shit out of me because the voice actors... What was the one? I was watching Naruto randomly just to see... It was an old episode and it was on one of the channels back in South Africa. And it was so strange because one of the main characters, Sakura, she sounded like an 80-year-old woman. Right. Where uh, Tsunade, who was... She is ancient um she's very old but she looks very young she mm. sounded like a 12 year old girl and i just right. thought what the fuck who the fuck <laughs> yeah cost this because it's shitty casting and the voice acting for me a lot of times is so bad right. i don't know a lot of voice acting when it comes to things like that so right. maybe their acting is fine it's just my purest views Right. If I can put it like that. No, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm, pure, I'm a purist too. I, I like watching things uh, subbed, not dubbed. Mm. And and like you said, like if you were to to talk about even the language, you know, being there, then yeah, I totally think that you know Shinigami should be used as compared yeah. to Death God. Like, it, it yeah, it's, it's, I don't it's know. Just I just you know I and the reason why I brought it up is because I remember the you know the comments and I was just like, okay, well, I get it. You know, I totally understand it. But at the same time, I don't think it's a huge deal, you know what I'm saying? Because I know I have watched the TVs. I mean, I have watched the anime. Mm. It doesn't bother me as much, and it just doesn't. It just doesn't bother me, you know. But it bothers a lot of people. And even going back to the gender thing, like, you know, and when I say it doesn't bother me, like uh, even with like other TV shows, for example, mm. or you know, other games, for example, that don't have a lot of diversity, quote unquote. Um, it's, if certain areas, I get it. You know what I'm saying? I just, I understand. It doesn't, I, it makes total sense to me and I don't take offense to it. And I think some people do and I, I just don't understand why, personally. I, I think but, some people are just, one thing is some people are just a bit oversensitive. That's true. Yeah, goddamn right, that's true. And and even when it comes to like gender, like mm. gender in games and, I mean, this, um okay, so even with Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Yeah. I mean, Full Metal Alchemist in general. The author is a woman. I remember when people- really? See, yeah, <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Oh, when so cool. when when people found out that yeah. the author wasn't woman, they were fucking livid. Not all of them, obviously, but Wh- there was there was why a, because she's a woman. Oh, they oh. were livid because she was a woman. I'm like, why does it fucking matter? The story is amazing. Who gives a shit who wrote it? You know, I just don't, I don't understand. So anyway, and then the same thing comes into with games. Oh. And when you talk about homosexuality, yeah, um, I play the game Gone Home. Um, I don't know that. It's a it's a it's it's a story game. Mm. It's very short, um, but it pretty much tells a story of this sister who is trying to figure out clues of what happened to her other sister, um, or to her sister. I'm sorry. And well, okay, spoilers. Okay, spoilers. Fuck it, I gotta do it. Okay. <laughs> spoilers ahead for Gone Home. 
Um, okay, so um, so this girl, she comes home from like college or from like a trip mm. or whatever, and her parents are gone, and um, you know, and she loves her sister very much, and she's like looking for clues about what happened to her sister because apparently her sister left. And as you're getting the clues and as you're unfolding the story, you're realizing that her sister is actually homosexual. Um, and she was younger, she wasn't entirely sure if this was who she was, but mm. she fell in love with this girl, and she ended up running away with her. Right. And a lot of people were like, oh, that's just like it was a it was a good game. It was a good story. You know, that's what it was. And I thought it was fine. You know what I'm saying? It was about this girl who was pretty much exploring who she was. She was Mm. trying to figure out who she was. And if, if, if she was really this person or maybe she was confused and there's so much more to it. But. You know, it was pretty much, and the reason why people didn't like it because they're like, oh, well, you know, it's too like, um, you know, it, uh, what's the best way to say it? They didn't like the fact that the whole game, that whole story was pretty much about this this character exploring their um, their inner self to try to figure out if they were gay or not, right? I think... That's what it was. I think and the I'm problem like, is because those people are too scared to do some self right exploring <laughs> to find out who they really are some suppressed emotions and right. things and, and the thing but, was I'm like i thought it was beautiful because i'm heterosexual and i'm just like i it was very interesting to kind of get into that mm. to that thought process right to what that girl was thinking you know what i'm saying um or what that character specifically was, was thinking, thinking yeah. as she was trying to figure out who she was right and her feelings for this other person and I was like, and I've never had those feelings for a person, uh, for another male. So I can't relate to that. Yeah. So for me to actually be introduced into that world a little bit, it was very interesting to me. So I, I, I liked it, you know, but there were a lot of people who didn't. Um, so that's with like homosexuality. Um, and then also another one with The Last of Us, which is a very famous game. Ellie, who is a main character of the game, is also homosexual. Um and a lot of people love the character Ellie, and they didn't. And some of them didn't like the fact that she was homosexual. Last of Us is that the one that the second game just came out? Second game is not out yet. Uh, it should be out, I think, at the end of the year. Is Last of Us about the the guy? There was also the whole zombie apocalypse. Yeah, and the guy Joel, and the girl. Yeah, that's that's. Them. I watched. Uh, I don't know if you know the Fine Brothers. No, they they make a YouTube channel. Uh, they're channel one of their channels is called react mm-hmm. and they did gameplay and i watched the entire gameplay so okay. i know last of us from watching other people play it amazing it's, it's beautiful it's amazing it's, it's beautiful and the thing is, is that people didn't know a lot of people like kind of suspected but a lot of people didn't know that she was gay until you wow play the uh the dlc missions there's like one specific mm. dlc storyline oh, that okay. um makes it known that she is homosexual oh um, and she's young. She's like 14 years old, I think, maybe 15 years old in the in the DLC mission. So, and a lot of people didn't like that. And I was like, why, 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 why does it matter? <laughs> like, I don't get it. This char- you love this character before, yeah, right. And now all of a sudden she's gay, and now you don't like her. Um, and I think that it also happened with Overwatch. Um, Overwatch is very interesting because all the characters in the game kind of represent a different region in the world. Um, so you have like a girl who's like. Like, oh, uh, Tracer, for example, her name is Tracer. Um, She's kind of like the, U- she's like from the UK, right? And her character is gay. And a lot of people didn't know that before. They loved her before. And then they found she was gay. And they're like, no, I don't like her anymore. Why? Does it matter? You love the character regardless. Why does it matter if she's gay or not? The, the other thing for me also is, um, it's just a game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just saying, it's just I, th- me being a gamer 
although that can be debated on what exactly it means to be a gamer. But me being a gamer is, yes, I do get into the games, but in the end, it's just a game. So if the character is gay, it doesn't <laughs> does, it, it doesn't yeah. affect your life at all. It's not yeah. like the, the game does not have the agenda of converting you now. Right. Or changing anything. That's just how the story... But it's a, but I, you get what? attached to these characters, yeah. just like with TV series, you get attached to these yeah. characters, and I think like a lot of people, I don't know, if it's their own identity that's being challenged, yeah. you know, kind of like you were saying before, or you know, if they just if it's just their own personal views on the matter, which yeah. is per- perfectly fine, you can have mm. your opinion. But in my opinion, you know, people who are homosexual or transgender or heterosexual, we all exist in the world today, and if people are going to make games and movies and shows that include all people. You know, as many different types of people that there are, that would be an accurate representation of what we have in the world today. Not everybody is heterosexual. Yeah. You know, like this is not the case. So if you want to have a homosexual character or a transgender character or, you know, characters of different races or ethnic backgrounds, that's perfectly fine because that would, that's what represents the world, right? Yeah. Or different religion. That's what represents the world. So why people don't like that, it confuses me because it just doesn't make sense to me. You know, and I don't know why it bothers people. I don't know why it bothered people when they found out the woman uh, who wrote Fullmetal Alchemist. <clears throat> I mean, when the author of the Fullmetal Alchemist was a woman. I don't understand why people were bothered that Ellie was homosexual um, or that the game Gone Home, you know, was about a girl Girl-huh. who was trying to figure out, you know, if she was gay or not. And like, <laughs> you know, that to me, it was very interesting. And like, you know, I just don't get it, you know, and like um, you were telling me earlier about. Um, the music you're listening to about depression, mm, right? Yeah, and like how the song you don't know, right? Like how people, you know, they try to tell talk to people who have depression or something like, oh, it'll be okay, it'll be fine. You're just like, no, you don't understand what I'm mm. feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like I know you're trying to help and I appreciate that, but you don't, you don't understand. No, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And for me, as somebody who didn't understand or doesn't understand, you know how somebody who is going through this phase of trying to figure out if they're gay or not, I thought the game Gone Home was good. You know, so I think people just need to be more open. Mm. Stop being so sensitive. <laughs> it's not that serious. Um, and I think that if they people have more open mind, they'll they'll be able to appreciate things for what they are. Yeah, I I also think how when people start saying they don't like it or they don't like the characters, then which is fine. You're entitled to your opinion, but of course. just explain to me. Yeah, I just give me a to, good reason. Give wh- me a sufficient reason. Why Ellie being gay now? Right. How did that? change anything it's the same thing with with people that with people that don't like gay people for example is you like them before they were gay now finding out they're gay that is one part of them nothing else changed Mm -hmm. it's not as if they put on a unicorn outfit and dance around like a fairy it's (laughs) the exact same person that's just one part of them exactly it's not their whole it's not who they are completely Yeah. yeah It, yeah. it would would it be strange for you if you're blind and you find out your friend is black? Would right. you not like it now <laughs> yeah. that you can see and you see actually your friend is black, but you did it in some way you didn't know now you have a problem because yeah, I mean, yeah it doesn't make sense. Ha- the yeah. person is still that person you liked before. The character you love Fullmetal Alchemist now you have a problem with it because a woman wrote it. Yeah, I'm well, still I'm still very <clears throat> I'm still very shocked. I did not know that's so cool. That, yeah, high five to her. She's brilliant. Amazing. 
I and I talked about this with uh, somebody, but before I think on the podcast, so I won't talk too much about it. But it's amazing, and yeah, and I think that there's a lot of things that are associated with that. Of course, I think there's you know there's uh, male dominance. There's also like mm-hmm. the hero complex, um, mm-hmm. you know, where like most heroes are considered to be like these big brawny males, you know, like who... which I must say, anime steer- anime. They are destroying that. They are. They are slowly but surely. Yeah, they are. Um. So and and um. You know, and there's also just you know being a male in general. Oh, you yeah. know, we you know we have our. <laughs> we definitely have that that complex where you know we're like yeah we're the strongest we're the best so you know that that's also there. I think there's lots of reasons why people feel that way. Yeah. Um. But I also understand or I also know that you know this is a new day and age and mm. this is and. I'm not saying like, oh, you have to accept everything, but you should be open minded to a lot of things and try to understand, you know, different people's perspectives and different opinions um, because the world is changing. And I think that if you don't change with it, it'll be a problem for you always. Yeah. And, not, and not like necessarily in a negative way. Wait, I just mm. think that it'll be it'll be harder for people to understand why a lot of things happen yeah. if they're not open to it, you know, and and. Even with fairy tale, we were talking mm. about fairy tale earlier. Like a lot of the female characters in fairy tale are very like strong, mm. and you know, yeah. and they they kind of like you know take out that you know like the males are the strong ones and they yeah. have to protect this type thing. What's her name? Urza. Urza. The, yeah. Badass. The redhead chick who's yeah. like who uh, Gray and um, Natsu. Natsu are always afraid of. Yeah. <laughs> She's always one who like steps in and like puts them in place. Yeah. The, I love that. You know what I'm saying? I love the fact that like, you know, these two guys are like little kids fighting each other all the time and Urza is like the their like mentor and like their mm. role model and she just comes in and she's like uh beats them up and like puts them in their place you haven't <laughs> like watched... kicks their ass up and down yeah <laughs> like, up and down you like haven't almost watched every show. Naruto at all no no um that's one thing that I must also say about a lot of animes breaking stereotypes because in in Naruto their president is called a uh, for their village is called uh, Hokage. Okay. And after the, well, spoiler alert for the people that, because this is, I can't talk around this without making my point. But the Hokage that comes after the next Hokage in the story, turns out then to be a woman. Right. But she's also this. She is part of the whole fan service idea. Big breasted. Mm. A lot of focus is placed on her breast and having big boobs and being old. Yeah. Um, but then she's this fucking out of three people, she is one of the strongest people in they have I think they're called because in the ninja world of Naruto you have different levels. Yeah. And she and two other guys, they are at the highest level possible. Yeah. That you can go and she is one of them. And now she is running the country. And then when you meet the other uh, Kages, um, there again, there's another female Kage. Where more and more I see in animes that are breaking these stereotypes of having the side... I don't know, side chick. Not side chick, but (laughs) having the girl as the sidekick or having the girl being the one... In trouble and needing rescue. When now yeah. they're creating these powerful female characters. And also a lot of the series now are bringing in um, homosexual undertones. Right. I've seen that in a few. There's one, Akame Ga Kill. 
Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it, but um, feels yeah. so many <clears throat> feels that is a fucked up anime. Yeah. That I love so much. Yeah. But they actually had a gay character, mm. and in the anime world, you don't see a lot of gay characters. You do get a lot of undertones, right? Or suggestions that a character is like like fairy tale Pegasus. Yeah. Uh, is his name Pegasus or is the his? No, oh, you the the group. I think is called the Pegasus. group is Pegasus. Yeah. I can't remember his name, but that character is clearly some sort of gay right well th- just his whole whole portrayal and everything which for me is so good because fatal is more of a children's anime yeah. or for made for kids which i like because it teaches children that it's not wrong to be that different or it's not wrong for you as a woman to be strong because right. i think there are a lot of animes older animes where the woman always needs to be rescued <clears throat> right because if there's one thing that anime is good at, it's writing pathetic female characters. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's so true. The most yeah. annoying female characters. That my one friend, she doesn't watch anime for the. She loves anime, but she never watched anime because of the female characters. Mm. And one of the other things she said, they're high pitched voices. Yeah, they have some really high pitched. You know what's funny? Irritate. When I was in Japan, when I was going through the subway mm. station, there was like this nice female uh lady who worked there mm-hmm. and she had like the same exact high-pitched voice that i hear in anime all the time and i was like holy shit it's real it's real <laughs> yeah she was re- she was she was so cute too um she had that like, cute voice and everything but yeah yeah they had the already high-pitched voices and yeah sorry to cut you off no 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 it's fine but there times are changing and people needs to get with the program yeah i think that is that's how my main point that we is don't have issues with things like strong female characters or female lead characters or gay characters. Yeah. Like you said, times are changing. Yeah. Get with the fucking program. Yeah, get with the program, yeah. I mean, and, and this is what really, it really goes back to, like, information and education mm. and knowledge. Um, because, I mean, hetero, I mean, homosexuality has always been there, right? Transgender has always been there. There's all, you know, different races of people have always been there. It's just a matter of people like coming to acceptance, you know what I'm saying? And kind of breaking the barriers and breaking their, um, you know, their uh, stereotypes um, and, and working through that. And, and um, you know, it's very interesting because we live in a very interesting time period. You yeah. know, we have the world of the internet and we have technology yeah. and we have like, you know, globalization and internationalization. Right. Yeah. We're millennials. So we're growing in this like very unique time period. Mm. Um, and I think that we're able to see all this. So it'll, it'll definitely be interesting to see what happens in the future. Sure. Yeah. Um, but now it's just, it's very cool. It's very cool. And uh, damn, what was I about to say before? Fuck, I lost my point. Um, Oh, women. I don't understand what people say women are weak. Hmm. I don't get it because women may not be as physically strong. I yeah. know they can be physically as strong, but I don't understand when people say but women are weak. In, in are you general, fucking kidding me? Women have periods, which sound horrendous. Yeah. All right. And they have to like give birth whenever that time yeah. period is up. And like, I mean, whenever that time happens, if it happens, like that is not some shit that comes easily. You know, mm. that is not like, you know, painless at all. You know, and they also have to go through like, I mean, well, first of all, just being a mother, if you are a mother, Not, yeah. it takes a whole different type of strength. You know what I'm saying? And and again, like going through periods and then, you know, having to give birth and stuff like that. Like if women are not strong, you know, in your eyes, doesn't make sense to me. 
Yeah, you can have your opinion. That's fine, but mm. it just doesn't make any goddamn sense to me. So you and there's different types of pain. I don't think I think oh, people yes. I think people don't realize that. Oh yes, there are different types of pain. You know for sure, and I think that you know women are able to endure different types of pain. That but that has been that has been endure. that has been proven. I could be wrong. Again, for the people that know, I do apologize if my facts are wrong. But if I remember correctly, they said that during World War Two in the uh, in the camps, the what's the word? Like Auschwitz concentration camps. Yeah, the con- okay. thank you. The yeah. concentration camps. Apparently, I could be wrong. I'm I'm going back now to history. Look it up, guys. Look it up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, I, if I am wrong, I do apologize. Dude, if you've listened to my other episodes, I'm on here all the time talking about different articles I read and all the like different books I read, but I yeah. forget information all the time. I'm sorry. So you're not the only one. Trust okay. Me. Yeah. But apparently, in the concentration camp, of course, they did a fuckload of experiments on people i mean that the 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 horrors and the disgrace that happened in those camps right is unimaginable and inexcusable and one of the things if i remember correctly my one teacher told me is that they did tests on women and men right where they would rip out their fingernails i think yeah and then they would see who would survive long who can survive the pain longer and women survived longer than men and i think someone concluded it is because of the whole thing of childbirth right women can just not sustain pain but they can endure it endure thank you they can endure pain a lot more than men can not you can use other experiments to say that i'm wrong but it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, if this is just like one experiment. Yeah, but, but that's fine. Yeah, but it has been proven. I don't know if it's still true today. I don't know if there have, if there are any other studies out there right. looking into this. But that was one of the things that apparently happened, and that found that women were strong. Women can endure endure more pain than men can. Right. Doesn't surprise me. Like I said, I, first of mm. all, as bad as this may sound, I'm happy to be a man. I'm so goddamn happy to all the feminazis sit down. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> feminazis. Sit yeah, down. relax. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I am. I'm very happy and blessed <laughs> to be a male for sure. Um, but yeah, no, I totally agree. I think that um, I think that we have this misconception that women are weak, and um, that's not true. That's not true at all. Mm. Uh, and I don't understand why people say that. Um, because when typically it's on the surface, right? When you look at yeah. people, you judge them by their surface. Oh, hey, that person's strong or that person's tall or whatever. And you know, that, that would insinuate that this person is also, you know, um, <clears throat> if they look big or whatever, and that wouldn't insinuate that person's strong or whatever. Oh, yeah. But typically when you look at women, women, generally speaking, especially in Asia are pretty short, you know, pretty skinny. Um, you know, they don't look like they have a lot of muscle on them, you know, generally speaking, but that doesn't make them weak. Yeah. That doesn't make them weak at all. You know what I'm saying? But when you look at that on the surface, it makes them look like they're weak, but that doesn't mean they're weak at all. It is so. f- physically speaking, women are weaker than men. Physically, right. Of from, course. From an anatomy perspective. Right. Recently, I read that, that someone said that, but that means jack shit in it today's mean, age. When exactly. we don't live in an age anymore where... You have to chop wood to provide for your family or right, hunt. So, right. so if it doesn't you mean think much. that a female is weak just because she's small, right? You don't know what that yeah. woman can, she's capable of. Yeah, yeah. can you handle. Know, yeah, I agree. I totally agree. You know, and again, just like just for me, it, women automatically win by giving birth. <laughs> yes. they, if somebody was like Jamel, yeah. this fifty-pound girl is like 
stronger than you are, but like you're probably right. <laughs> you're probably right. Yeah. Because she could give birth and I can't. So she wins, you know what I'm saying, in my opinion. Um and then after and being a mother breastfeeding, you know, breastfeeding is a whole I mean, from what I've been told, is a whole different type of pain. Um, which apparently you get used to, and then they have to like carry their child everywhere all the time. Mm. You know, I'm not saying like fathers don't carry their yeah. children, of course, because of course they do. But like, man, I've seen some mothers, and my mom used to do the same shit because my mother's a single mother. Man, she used to have like you know her son. I'm like uh, my brother or my uh, sister. You know, like one of them on her back, <laughs> one of them in front. Huh. You know, I'm like that front strap yeah. or whatever, and then walking the other one. Like, that's a solid, like, 40 pounds, 50 yeah. pounds this woman is working with. You know, only people in the military do that with, like, 40-pound, 50-pound rucksacks and actually march around. She's walking all over the place and getting shit done um, with her yeah. kids, you know? Like, and I've seen lots of mothers who are like that. You know, there's, like, strollers and stuff, of course, too. But I'm just saying, like, I just I just think it's a different type of um, different type of strength. Yeah. And a lot of times when, pe- when females are put in these roles, um, it is often misconstrued that... You know, uh, well, these women is weak and the man is supposed to be like this strong, yeah. this strong character. And that's fine and all. And I, I understand it, um, you know, from an entertainment perspective. <laughs> yeah. But I, I also think that it's inaccurate, you know, for people to say like, oh, well, a woman needs to be saved. She's weak. She's not mm. capable of defending herself so, or, yeah. you know, whatever else. I don't think that's accurate. So and I, and I think like you said that those barriers are being broken. Yeah, I think know, even in Full Metal Alchemist, the Armstrong family actually... The sister, she's also some terrifying beast of a character. Yeah, Armstrong is scared of her. Major Armstrong mm. is scared, scared of, of his, oh, yeah. uh, scared of his sister. And oh well, spoilers. <laughs> There's a part in the show where she whoops the shit out of him. Do you remember that in Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood? In Brotherhood. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a scene where she just, like, beats the shit out of Major Armstrong. The funniest thing ever. Because he's just, like, whimpering like a little girl. Yeah. You know? Oh, well, that's bad. Right? You like a little like a little, like a little, little kid, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> don't mean that in a negative way. Yeah. Um, Don't be sensitive, okay? Yes. I grew up in a very <laughs> different neighborhood. So, anyways, like, she, he was just yelling like a little bitch, like, oh, no, please, sister, no. And she's just like, no, I'm, gonna fu- I'm fucking you up, you know? Like, and she did. It was just the funniest thing. Um, no, the female characters in that show are very strong. Um, and all of them, actually. I can't think of one who is, like, weak. And I uh, I appreciate that. Because that's even, true. I mean, even... Um, I mean, uh, the teacher of Edward and our... I mean, Edward and Alphonse. Yeah, she's... Very, that, she, <laughs> she's a beast. She, mm. um, the Armstrong woman is a beast. Hawkeye. Um mm. Uh, Lieutenant Hawkeye, who's yeah. uh, Roy Mustangs. Yeah, she was the shooter. Yeah, the, the, the sniper girl. Yeah, the sniper, yeah. Yeah, and, like, Roy Mustang, obviously, is, like, significantly stronger um, than her, right? He's an alchemist and everything like that, and he's a higher rank and everything, but he says, like, he wouldn't be anything without Out her. Know, without mm-hmm. her. You know it's the same so. with the... the uh, no, I can't remember it. I'm so bad with names. The character... Um, Alfonso and oh the girl the, the, May the the the, the, who, the, the she, Asian girl yeah, yeah she makes the she makes the their their oh no there. not May not 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 the girl from the east uh, no Winry the, this, yeah Winry she, the although engineer. she isn't strong in a fighting sense but right. she is from a psychological point of view and from an emotional point of view yes. she is extremely strong yeah, yeah. when she, you hear about her story in her, her past yeah and the grandma the yeah. grandma <laughs> she's so fun her and ed when they go yeah. at it it's the funniest thing to me oh i love that show. i could watch that show 
I can rewatch that show a million times and just fall in love with it each and every time. This show is so good. Please watch it, everyone. Yeah, Please. one of I swear, if you watch Fulmina Alchemist Brotherhood and you don't like it, I will. I don't know. I'll take you out to dinner or something and just ask you. If why. you watch Fulmina Alchemist and you don't cry, yeah, <laughs> I will take you out for dinner. Yeah, <laughs> the feels in that thing. One of the oh, one of the most beautiful scenes for me is a character dies as it happens in many shows and Mustang and Hawkeye were standing at the grave Mm -hmm. and then Mustang started crying and then he made a comment about it raining but it was clear skies and I was just like yeah the the voice acting the 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 way it was drawn the just thinking about it gives me the goosebumps it was such a beautiful scene and that is that is something if you put that live action it won't have the same effect I don't think so yeah I don't think so I think that anime is able to capture certain things emotionally Mm. um, that regular shows just can't i mean like live action shows can't really do i i don't know i mean i could be wrong but i don't think so (laughs) and and, i agree yeah i I think i think anime is just i I love anime because it's able to do a lot of things that you can't do Mm. with live action and when we say live action we mean just like actual human beings like yeah not especially not cartoon not animation special effects is just it just can just do so much. Yeah. Anime can just do so, so much, much more. more. Yeah, I, I totally agree. So we sound like fanboys, but I think people who watch anime like like we do understand. Mm. And if you haven't, then you should totally get it. Try to get yeah, into it. Yeah, but we you we can have you can. That is what I enjoy when I enjoy talking about people, whether it's anime or games or books. Is it's the best conversation when you can talk to someone and you can really. And that person actually really loves what they're talking about. Yeah. It is so much better. Whether you sound like a, a found fanboy or not, whether you fangirl like a motherfucker. Yeah. If you love it, you love that's, it. That's that's the awesomest thing. I was walking with a friend and I can't remember what I saw, but I fangirled. I almost screamed like a little girl because I think it was for a a figurine or something that I saw and I fangirled. Yeah. I almost screamed like a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> because I was oh so ex- yes yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was so excited to see that or I was so excited to get that I fangirled yeah. and that is the most amazing thing I don't know why people are so ashamed of being like one of the things that I would say is I'm a proud geek yeah hell yeah me too I'm I don't know why people are ashamed of being geeks I don't know why geek has because it's, it's the such... association like yeah. we were talking about before like they're associated with being like these weak people who can't do anything you know like and there's more to it obviously but association yeah and i agree i don't understand why people are not why so why they're not uh geeks unite yeah (laughs) definitely don't know what we're going to do probably read manga and play games but geeks unite damn right yeah um and also with full metal alchemist just so people know and it's kind of late but there's full metal alchemist and there's full Mm. metal alchemist brotherhood in terms of anime watch brotherhood brotherhood is the one that follows the manga um, it's longer and it has the storyline that is supposed to be written. Essentially, they were Full Metal Alchemist. They were doing that, and then I think the author got sick or something like that, mm-hmm. or she took a break. So they finished the Full Metal Alchemist series uh, with their own ending, like their yeah, own, I know their, the their ending. Own the, yeah, the end. And it was good. The, I mean, the regular Full, the first Full Metal Alchemist series was good, but Brotherhood is definitely the one you want to watch. Yeah, yeah, in my opinion. So watch both, but brother, if you have to watch one, watch Brotherhood. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, I would, I would, I would agree with that. Yeah. But for me, I don't know if, if it's with you the same. But whenever I watch an anime, I try to find animes of specific genres. Um... Like, like people would tell me watch this anime, and I'd be like, okay, but I'm not in the mood for that yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. 
Like nowadays, I'm not in the mood for a a long. Although I am watching Fairy Tale, which is a long anime, but nowadays I'm not in the mood for that. I'm in a mood for a one season, mm. <clears throat> quick, good, yeah, anime. I'm looking for something like. Oh, they, and um, in English, it's just Made Summer, right? Um, about a girl who she's the president of her high school club, mm-hmm. but she works at, as a maid. Um, in a she works in a cafe as a maid. Uh, a maid cafe. Right. So, for those people who don't know what a maid cafe is, that is a cafe where cute girls dress up in short maid outfits. Right. Uh, to make it more appealing for guys. Right. And she's very embarrassed about working in that cafe. And then one of the the cool guys that never goes to class and that all the girls love, he finds out that she's in that cafe. But hmm. she also does taekwondo or something like that. So she beats the shit out of him. Nice. So that he doesn't tell anyone. Nice. And everyone is scared of her because she will beat the shit out of you. Nice. But it's a comedy, romantic comedy. Mm. And nowadays I'm looking for a show like that. But I haven't found anything mm. like that. That has that same... Almost the same type of characters. The strong ass-kicking female. And then a good love story with some comedy. Right. That is, see, that is why I sometimes struggle to watch anime because that is what I want to watch now. I don't want to watch something about zombies, which I did start to watch something about zombies. I don't want to watch something like Naruto. I want to watch that. Yeah. And then I struggle to actually watch anime. Yeah. Um... I agree. I try. I sent. I tried to stay away from very long animes. Yeah. Um, because I don't have the time to watch it all. Um, and generally when I, you know, like we said earlier, when I when I watch anime, I kind of binge watch it. So I'd I'd rather watch like one series of anime that has like three seasons, four seasons, and then mm. it stops. I'm cool with that. But if it's like twenty seasons, <laughs> I just don't have time for that shit. And I want to be able to watch a story and get to the end of it, you know, yeah. and fall in love with the characters and everything like that. And, you know, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine a long time ago. Like, if you love a series, like, you kind of wanted to continue. Yeah. And I, I understand that. But there needs to be an end somewhere. Yeah. You know, there needs to be an end. And that could be seven seasons. That could be two seasons. It could be one. It doesn't matter. But, like, I think I want there to be an end. And with just certain anime series, there just hasn't been an end. Mm. And it just keeps going and going and going. And I think, going. And I think them... it loses the, the value. Mm, that, and I think that it is... loses the appeal to I wanted, as it continues. I still want to have a conversation with someone that watches One Piece. Oh yeah, <laughs> and who follows One Piece because Naruto is finished now. Yeah, although it has a spin-off series, which of course I will most probably watch. Um, but it is finished now with more than eight hundred episodes. But right. One Piece, I think, also is about seven eight hundred episodes strong, and it's still, still gone. ongoing. God damn, with movies, and I want to talk to people who've watched, who's up to date with the series, and ask them, <clears throat> is it still worth it? Because I can say there are a few low points in Naruto where. You're just like, please. Right. This is the 17th episode where we're still fighting the same guy. Please, someone die. Yeah. So that we can move on. Or if they start doing... Because that's why I'm not watching Naruto now. Yeah. Because of fillers. Right. So for people that don't know fillers, anime, if an anime is long, it has epi- unrelated episodes that has nothing to do with the main storyline. Right. Nothing. Yeah, it's annoying. For example, there's one episode that's about an ostrich in Naruto. The ostrich does reappear again and becomes 
kind of important to certain aspects of the story, but there's an episode about an ostrich and other characters and the ostrich and it's a fucking ostrich and it's Naruto and why? Right. But it's a filler to break from the original story. So that's sometimes, that's why a lot of people hate long animes mm. or long ongoing animes such as Naruto, One Piece, Fairy Tale also yeah. has its... Like a lot. <laughs> feral fillers. Yeah. So I do understand that some things need to come to an end. That's why I'm happy that Naruto has ended now. Yeah. Because then I know there's an ending in sight, although I don't want it to end, like you said. Yeah. Yeah, and it's 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 the fans' fault, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> like we if we want something to continue, then naturally it will continue for the most part, as long yeah. as they, you know they have the support. Um, but at the same time, I, I just personally, th- I don't want I don't want things to keep going just for the sake of going because you because lose. you lose a lot of the story, you lose a lot of the magic that was you know originally there, and I just don't I just don't I don't like it I don't like it personally. Yeah, so and I have no problem with the story starting and then ending. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And if even if I secretly wanted to continue, like Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood, for yes. example, you know, and they have different movies which I think fit perfectly within the 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 anime series. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that it ended. You know, I saw the story. I was able to experience the story and enjoy the characters and enjoy everything. And I that's perfectly fine. So, of course, deep down inside, I don't want it to end because I love mm-hmm. it. But it has to end. <laughs> it has to end somewhere. So. I think if a show is starts running too long, and it has happened, I just can't give you an example now. But if the show starts running too long, you start to lose interest. Either you lose interest or they lose the story and they lose you as a viewer. Exactly. For example, some one of my friends, his favorite anime of all time is bleach yeah he lives for bleach until he watched the second season right it was like that was (laughs) he cannot understand why it ended the way it ended. he doesn't understand why they made that season right i don't know how it ends i'm still watching it yeah because it's also very oh there's what what was the one i'm not sure if it was the filler or if it was the main storyline but they're I think it's part of the main storyline, but then they are in hell. Yeah. And then for fuck's sakes, they were there so long. <laughs> I've been watching Bleach now, I think for four or five years. Yeah. Because it's just that for fuck's sakes ended already. Cause yeah. the one person you think dies, then they're like, ah, oh, plot twist. Yeah. And I love good plot twist. Yeah. Fuck, stop the plot twist and carry on with the fucking plot. Yeah. So that we can finish the story. And that's why I haven't finished Bleach because again, we're busy with a filler and the filler is very, very long. Yeah. Where it becomes its own, I think it's called an arch. Yeah. Like, we, yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. So I'm stuck some, with, with Bleach. If you have watched Bleach, I'm busy with the whole Zampaktu saga. And what happens there in the history of the swords and the identity of the swords. Um, so for the people that watch Bleach, you would... And if you watch Bleach, you would know exactly where I am. Right. And hopefully you feel how I feel about just end it now. Yeah, I, I haven't I haven't seen it, so I gotta watch it. And also, you know, in today's anime too, there's also certain animes that are like five minutes long. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's like very short but funny. Like most of them are funny. Like very short but very funny animes. Um, like uh, I can't understand what my husband is saying. I've heard that I've, shit I've is heard hilarious. Of, I haven't watched it, but I've heard a I lot of I love it so much. There's another one called Senyu, I think. S-E-N-Y-U, I think. Yeah, that shit is also hilarious. But they're like five to seven minute long episodes, so maybe. Yeah. And they're, they're, they end very quickly, but they're very funny. So I love those too. There was, there's another one that I saw. I can't remember what it's. I only saw about two or three episodes because it just didn't pique my interest. Yeah. It was a guy who finds a mermaid. And then the mermaid lives in his tub. 
<laughs> nice. And I watched that. And I was just thinking. Uh, yeah. Have you ever seen Fully no. Cluely? What? Fully Cluely. That's no. like a, that's another classic anime that like. What is that? Like a 1990s yeah, classic anime. Yeah. No, it's like four episodes. That's it. It's like a. F- that's all it is. And apparently they're making another one. You gotta watch it. It's fucking. It's awesome, but it's weird at the same time. You need to remind me to watch it. I I actually watched a video, um, of a YouTuber, and he he is, uh, very big. He is. I think he is partly Japanese. He can speak Japanese. He's been to Japan multiple times. He's a big YouTuber. Right. And I think it was his video that I saw of one of the most. It was the top five or top ten of the most disturbing animes out there, and there's yeah. one that I want to watch so badly. I just can't remember its name. Fully but... Cooley might be one of those. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's like, it's so, it's so good, but just so awkward. <laughs> just watch it. It's like four episodes, I think. I think it's like four episodes. So just four OVAs that they. I mean, well, that's just the season. season. It's oh. just like it's just one show, it's one season, and that's it's just literally four episodes. four episodes. That's it. You need to remind me too. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll I gotta rewatch it too. I gotta because the last time I saw it was like years ago. I think if I were to rewatch it now, I might feel differently. But I remember when I first watched it, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, no, I've seen yeah. some. You see, I you see some weird shit in anime yeah. where you start about one two episodes in, then you're like, "This yeah, is like not, this shit is crazy." This is not. <laughs> I'm not gonna watch it. And then there's some animes which publicly I won't say I've watched because. You just don't share that with the public. Like right. You watch those kinds of animes. Yeah, you might talk to your friend about it secretly. Like, hey, you heard yeah. of this? Yeah, okay, yeah, don't watch it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's also very interesting when people, when people are like, why do you like anime? It's for kids. Then like, you don't know. You don't know. <laughs> you, you don't, don't know. There's a ton of anime. I, don't, I hate when people say that because there's a ton of, a ton of anime that is not for kids. Yeah. You know, but, it's like, it's just, it's like the same as watching a TV adult series, you know? Yeah. Like, have you ever seen Elfin Lied? Oh, that was that that I saw when I was I wasn't even I think sixteen. Dude, that shit is gruesome, but know? so good. And it's so also good. one of the classics. Also, yeah, one really, of the animes they say you have to, you watch, have to watch before you die. Yeah, I agree. But I think... that also ended mid-season, mid-storyline. Yeah. It just stopped. Yeah, and I remember I was like, "What the fuck? Why did it stop?" So yeah, I, I was young when I watched that too. So yeah, there's a lot out there, man. There's a lot out there. Have you ever seen Baka to Test? Baka to Test. Mm-mm. That's a funny one. That's like a. Nice. comedy yeah. bro i don't know what that is it's, it's a little bit of everything but it's pretty funny i watch <laughs> there's the reason why i bring that up because there's this one character yeah and the story and who's a guy but he's well everybody's like trying to figure out what he or she is right and a lot of people think that he is like this transgender guy yeah. But he's like, I'm a boy. He's like saying, he's like, I'm a boy. But they treat him as like, like he's a girl. girl. <laughs> yeah. It's just the funniest thing. So I remember one time they went to like the beach or whatever. And he's like, hey, guys. And he's like so beautiful that they, they people were like. So he comes out there. He's in nice shorts. You know how they do like the sparkling thing. Yeah, you no know, water. For, like, for all the beautiful people. So he comes out there. He's got his like swim trunks on. And he's like, hey, guys, it's nice to see you. And everybody just like drops their jaw. They're like, what are you doing? 
And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm about to enjoy the beach. You're like, no, you're not dressed right. So they like push his ass back into like the bathroom. And, and they t- oh. tell him to put on like something that's more appropriate. And then even for the bathrooms, he's supposed to go into the boys. The, the neutral one. Oh, and then you, there's, yeah. there's like a boys and a girl that goes into the neutral because they don't know what he is. Um, but even he said multiple, he's like, I'm a guy. And they're like, no, you're lying. So it's it's pretty funny. Baka Detest is a good, good funny that, show. That's also, if you're not an anime watcher, then you won't understand why that's so funny or yeah. because that has happened multiple times yeah in multiple animes where they do play a lot with uh is it a guy or is it a girl yeah which i do understand from my personal experience there have been some koreans that i've seen that mm. are very uh androgynous yeah where i honestly don't know whether it's male or female yeah not it not it being yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. But we just um, you're just like you uh, just, I don't know. Yeah. That that <laughs> that girl might just dress so in such a masculine way that and her features are just so predominant that she looks more male than she does female yeah. and some of the guys are just so attractive where and their features are so s- softer. Yeah. that they look more feminine and then I just sit there and like Mm, yeah a boy or a girl so i think it and i think it is a big thing in asia yeah because even the anime i anime movie i watched yesterday the characters said that um that he is the girlfriend of the girl Mm. but then i just thought that that character that it's a girl. I right. was like, okay, that's a girl. Yeah. But they kept treating her as a guy. So I was yeah. like, oh, so, oh, so it's a guy. I thought it was like a lesbian or a, a, I thought she was then a lesbian female character. And right. then like, it's a guy. I'm like, oh, okay. I thought okay. that right. was lesbian. Yeah. And then like, actually she was a girl, but she was the sister. She was just protecting her sister. Uh, but okay. she's very uh, tomboyish. Right. And yeah. She, she dresses like, like a boy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I get and, that. Yeah, and then I they, get that. they play on that whole thing of in in asian culture you don't a boy and a girl they don't touch each other mm. in pub this can get a very weird topic yeah um if you want to see it like that but they don't touch each other the same way you won't if you are friends a guy won't necessarily put his arm around a girl mm. if they aren't together so in that specific, there was one specific scene where the guy, because he thinks it's a guy, he puts his arm around her and he puts his face against his face and makes fun of him. And then it's like, um, that's a girl. Yeah. And she's also younger than you as well. Uh, so okay. he's high school. I think she's middle school. Oh, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. And then so then there's a whole weird vibe. And then all of a sudden you just seem like jump 20 meters away from her. Yeah. And just stand <laughs> yeah. there all ashamed, ashamed. of himself. Yeah. <laughs> so if you don't watch anime, then you won't understand how funny the whole... I almost want to say gender bending yeah. can be in animes mm-hmm. because I don't. It's I think the same thing is you won't be able. That won't be so funny if you had to do it live action. Right, right. It's only funny because it's in anime and because how the characters are drawn. Yeah, and the way and the reactions. Trend, yes. Their reactions are just hilarious. You know, one of my favorite things I've done. Oh, it's it's an older anime, um, Get Backers. Never seen it. It's a very good anime. Very, very, very good. And that was one of the first time I saw them do that. But as soon... Although it can be a very dark and serious anime, what would happen is as soon as that character 
gets ashamed. Yeah. They like decrease inside and then become very puffy. So they get these <laughs> nice. fat cheeks and they have these short characters and now they're ashamed yeah. or scared. Nice. And when I did that, I was like, that's so funny and so cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you Like the chibi th- characters? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And you can't do that with live action. You can't no. do that in real life. Yeah. Okay, probably you can, but it would look so it weird. It would just look so weird. Yeah. And, and like we said earlier, there's just some things you can do with anime that you can't yeah. do with live action. It's just, it's not, it's not possible. So, nah, man, anime is great, dude. I love it. I love it so much. Love it so much. That's one thing. It's, I, we, this, when is it? In the next few weeks, I think, we have a Rage Expo back in South Africa, which mm. is mainly it's for uh, about computers and then they have a whole gaming section where you can go for three days you can sleep there live there you sleep on the floor you because it's just compute oh you go take your own computer and you set up and then you dota call of duty and like a motherfucker yeah so you can go do that there but then also they also have anime and manga and comic artists and I'm missing that. And that also a few months ago, it was Geek Fest in South Africa. Mm. And I love Geek Fest. And then I missed that because I'm in Korea. I yeah. miss those. It's the same way in the States. Things. We have like, I have Otakon in my area, which is in, like, in an anime and mm. a video game convention. There's like Comic Con, you know, there's like a whole bunch of cons. Did you know so... two weeks ago it was Comic Con in Korea? I heard, yeah. I, I was so sad when I found that because I, I found I found out, out too late too. <laughs> I found out on the day it was Comic Con. Oh really? And then the Sunday, of course, I could go this Sunday because I can just take the KTX. But because right. of w- things I needed to finish, I couldn't go to. And I was like, Yeah, are you fucking motherfucker. Me? Yeah, I'm gonna try to go next year. Um, because hopefully by then my Korean will be good mm. or good enough to actually you know understand basic things. Mm. Um, and but the other thing is too is like I don't know how if there's like a big English. Um, scene scene there, yeah. Which, yeah, if my Korean is good enough that maybe I can understand a lot of it. And I can still have a good time. But if there isn't a lot, if if it's not, then I don't know how the English scene is, and maybe I won't have as much fun. But at the same time, I don't know. You know, we'll see. Yeah, I a lot of people I know go to, although Comic Con isn't really Comic Con anymore. I've never been to Comic Con. We don't have Comic Con. Yeah, but Comic Con is very Comic Con has everything, but has games. everything. But nowadays, it looks like it's so focused on. Uh, movies and series yeah. and the actors, where it's like, but it's Comic Con. Yeah, <laughs> where the it feels like, like I said, I haven't been there. I've never experienced it. But just the feedback I've received and things I've heard and seen is that it almost lost its essence of what it of what its name suggests. Right, where mo- most of the emphasis or most of the focus nowadays is placed on when the actors are there and when they talk about a new series that's being released or a new movie Mm -hmm. and then things like the comics and things get lost. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. That's just the vibes I get from comic con. Yeah. When I see the videos, like a lot of it is focused on like movies and, Mm. uh, and not even comic movies. Yeah, exactly. And games and other things that you don't really hear about comics as much yeah. i agree um from what i've heard you mm. know for what we've heard i guess um but i've never been so i don't know yeah i don't know but um yeah comics is i love comics too obviously and that's one of those things that can also be a dying breed pretty quickly mm. um i'm not i'm i'm not a comic person i've tried really it's not for me really damn man i love it dude actually what i'm trying to do now is incorporate more graphic novels and comics into my classes 
Yeah, so I bought a lot of graphic novels, Those, and I'm yeah. gonna try to start using them in my classes and stuff. Cause my kids love it. Mm. I mean, you know, naturally, <laughs> they love a lot yeah, of comics I, and manga and stuff. So thanks I'm, to webtoons. Oh, I don't know what that is. What's that? Webtoons. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, to this day, yeah. Uh, me being here a year and seven months, I still don't entirely. I can't define webtoons, but it is basically online manga. Oh, okay. Written, created drawn by koreans that's awesome so it's korean a lot of the k dramas are based on webtoons nice i don't know if i'm even pronouncing it correctly but they call it webtoons but it's basically online manga hmm. written and drawn by koreans that's interesting there's also cacao talk too right yeah because my student a lot of the webtoons uh, yeah yeah my student was watch was reading comics on her phone mm. that um, was most probably a webtoon on yeah on cacao talk and i was like they just send it to you she was like yeah I was like, what? <laughs> I was like confused, but that's ingenious. So she's like, I, I follow or mm. like I, you know, I'm in contact with this author who does these comics and I just can read them. I was like, wow, it's cool. She's in fifth grade. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that is, I understand exactly why I say your students would love. They love it. Yeah. Would love graphic novels. And, and they're comics. so, and they're so bored. Like a lot of the topics that we talk about in the classroom, they're so bored. So what I'm trying to do is find stories that are interesting. Mm. And I've been doing that recently because a lot of them, you know, want to read certain books and we don't have like lesson plans for those books. So I've been reading those books and creating lesson plans for them. Like mm. Percy Jackson, for example, and Miss nice. Peregrine. So I did all that. and I'm in between mortal instruments now, but now I'm doing, Wow, um, that's some intense. Mortal sure. Instruments is fucking taking me forever to go through. I can understand. It's why. like a 500 page book, <laughs> and I have to get vocabulary and then write reading comprehension questions and critical thinking and like a whole bunch of other shit. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, cut me some slack here. And I've I've just been jumping through novels like the yeah. whole time I've been here, so I just can't take a break, man. Um. So, anyways, and you know, I'm I'm trying to make my classes more interesting for my students. So, mm-hmm. a lot of all of them like comics and manga and they read in between classes and i was like you know what i know that we can do this you know we can do an english version um of comics and manga in the classroom comic slash manga i guess i should say yeah yeah i don't know um i think they're different in my opinion but i'm gonna say comics and manga yeah so, if um, you if you don't know if you don't know a lot of people don't know what manga is if you don't know what manga is then you might get a bit lost but i do understand yes there are I think there's differences. Severely different. Yeah. So I'm going to say comics and manga. So what I did was I I talked to my supervisor because originally I asked her, I was like, hey, can we do the stories? Can we do the books and novels for what fifth or sixth grade classes specifically that they want to do? Yeah. She was like, depends on what they are. So I said, okay, cool. So I went to my fifth graders. I went to my sixth graders. I told them, make a list of books that you would like to read. Mm -hmm. Right. And if we have not, if we have lesson plans for those good, if not, I will read them and create them. Right. So that I've been doing that, and I did the same thing for graphic novels. I asked her, I was like, "Hey, is this okay?" She's like, "Well, I don't know. It depends because we have to convince the parents that yeah. them reading comics and manga in class is actually going to teach them English yeah. instead of them having fun. There has to be a message. There has to be, you know, a good amount of English com- like um, um, components to that will that will convince the parents that it's worth it." I said, "Okay, cool." So I did a lot of research. I ordered a bunch of graphic novels with my own money. And I'm going to read through them and I'm going to make sure that they would be appropriate um, for the classes. And then I'm going to try to use them in the classroom and see see how it works. So that's what I'm com- going through now. And I think that it will work because all of them, 
first graders, second graders, third graders, mm. all the way up to sixth grade. All of them love comics. All of them love manga. They love the the pictures and they love like the ridiculousness and they love like the little quips. You know what I'm saying? They just mm. they just like that shit. And I'm and I don't blame them because I like that shit too. You know and. Of and course, I'm older a, than them. Yeah, and yeah. you're not a kid anymore. And I'm not a kid anymore, but I grew up, you know, reading that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, it really shaped the person who I am today so, in a lot of ways. So I'm like, you know, and the the thing is being with being educators, and you know this as well as I do, you have to do what's best for the student. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And the student learns in different ways. I mean, there, there are a lot of different ways that students can learn. Mm. And um, if you have something that all of your students really like and enjoy, try to play off that, you know? And since I see all of them reading... And, you know, and the, one of the problems is getting them to read in English, right? Yeah. They don't want to read in English. I get it. Totally get it. You know, it's it's very difficult one. It's very boring. And we go through, like, books that are just like, who the fuck reads this? You know, like, this is just such a boring story. But if you can find something that is entertaining for them mm. and that would be interesting enough, them, uh, interesting enough for them to read, then they will. They will do it happily, you know? So that's one of the reasons why, um, you know, then Percy Jackson and Miss Peregrines, and they really love that. Oh man, I think if I could do graphic novels, it'll be the same. So I I agree with you. When I was when I was at school, I can remember a lot of the your the English teachers, oh, even even the Afrikaans teachers as well, which is my native language, would complain that the students aren't reading and right. they aren't interested in the books that we are doing. Right. Because they're boring. <laughs> yeah, but then we said, well, then let us fucking read Harry Potter. Right. Harry Potter is the shit. Right. S- s- create a curriculum where we do Harry Potter, where right. we you start... Sixth grade, you start with book one. Seventh right. grade, you do book two. Right. Harry Potter is the shit. I haven't read it. Re- I, re- I have a Harry Potter marathon every year. Right. It is... <laughs> when i was at school that was the shit so use that and the school wouldn't do that because it's about witches yeah exactly yeah for whatever reason for fuck's sakes yeah (laughs) whether everybody here has watched the movie so i don't know why reading the books will be even more i don't know if it's a word but corruptive right to that extent i don't know if that would make any much difference at all so use that and the students will be more open to reading yeah and actually maybe do better in their assignments i think yeah i I agree yeah i I totally agree um yeah and of course you're gonna get like people who are like oh no we don't want to do these books or for whatever reason like you said witches or evil or whatever but ultimately you need to find what's best for your students you know and i think i think that's educators one of the educators roles amongst many um and when you're teaching english specifically and you have like you have all these boring ass stories that your students don't want to read they're not going to be you know they're not going to participate in much in class they're not really going to understand everything and like some of them are reading like very classic like stories that use old english that's not really Mm. used today and that doesn't really it's just not entertaining it just doesn't make any sense to them they're like i don't know what this means and i'm like nobody knows what this means yeah even even like whatever fifth grade native english speakers read this shit and they don't even know what the fuck this means because it's stupid so yeah i I believe it's if a good example is yeah students should not that i'm specifically talking about teaching english in korea now but if i do think about teaching in general students should be uh introduced to shakespeare 
they they should know about that they should understand the history of shakespeare the importance of shakespeare the theatrical part of it they should be introduced to that but should they do it every fucking year yeah that's annoying no yeah no do it maybe once or twice put it in the curriculum maybe once or twice and then move over to other plays right. that are out there or you stop for example if you have you seen the movie easy a yeah what is great it? Scar- scarlet letter i yeah, think the scarlet letter yeah okay so the scarlet letter classic yeah. i haven't read it but apparently it's a classic it is yeah it's not bad but really should you really still be doing scarlet letter yeah is that really the only is that in your it's like the only option yeah yeah no we there needs to be it needs to be revamped and i've talked about the united states education system before like that it needs to be revamped too mm-hmm. in terms of um what books are being used in the classrooms you know? I, and, I believe- and korea emulates the united and states say, in a yeah. lot of ways so they use like some of these same stories and i'm just like you know these stories first of all it's in english that we don't really use anymore uh, second of all, it's very boring, you know, like the, the even the central message um, doesn't make sense to the students. It's not you know? relatable. Like, it's not relatable at all. They're just kind of like, why would they do that? And I'm I like, think, well, you know, <laughs> even something, uh, Huckleberry and Finn. I Huckleberry think? Finn. I mean, I've never read it, but the little I know about it, teaching that to Korean students is like, yeah, I don't, I don't, they don't have the surround, the, the world they live in, they won't be able to. Yeah, relate like relate with the story really in such a sense as American students might relate to the story. So f- try to find books and stories that relate to those students. If yeah. there is, if something is famous, like for example, when Twilight came out. Yeah. Okay, so there's a craze. So start adding that into your curriculum. I'm not saying do away with classics. Students should should still do the classics, but at least just. Change it up. Yeah. Mix it up a little bit. Yeah, even yeah. <laughs> even just a little bit, just to add that something extra. I mean, take a... I think, personally, take a book that is a bit more risque. Yeah. I'm not saying teach your students Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. Fuck, please, no. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, what I've heard is that thing is horrendous. Yeah. But I've never... Not that I would ever read it. Um. But I, I think you need to educate your student you as an educator need to educate them in all fields so you need to expose them to things that are more risque not only in a sexual way but those things that are pushing the boundaries mm. give them books that have um characters that struggle with their identity whether it being in skin color or in sexuality mm. or in gender uh Bring in those books. Don't be scared. If it's about witchcraft, then bring in, have an open discussion about yeah. that. Introduce your students to things like paganism. Yeah. Which paganism is not about worshiping the devil for right. anyone. Who's <laughs> for anybody. Yeah. It's, like, not, that's when pe- it's yeah. Paganism go is much deeper than that. I had two or three friends. I have had because the one is still pagan. The other one, she is... I don't know what she is anymore, but she, she was pagan. She was pagan and she wasn't a witch in the sense of what people think witches are. Mm. Once you actually, if you hear someone is pagan or if you hear someone is Muslim or you hear someone is Catholic, then sit down and ask questions. And that's what, what I did when I started studying, um, she was a pagan, and of course, I was right, like, pagans are witches, and they are from the devil and Satan, and me being 
open-minded, mm. I sat down and I was like, what? You're pagan? Okay, I have questions. I need to do this. And that's how we became friends was actually when I found she was pagan because I didn't know. And I was like, fuck, tell me more. This right. sounds so interesting. How does it work? What do you do? Another student on our campus, he was a bit on the darker side of life, though. Mm-hmm. He was, he was, he was scary. He, he was into witchcraft to that sense of where he did spells on people that... Shit, really? Could, <laughs> yeah, that could potentially have some serious consequences or effects on the people involved. Yeah, that was crazy. So, that was creepy and crazy and scary and not too cool and he was also creepy scary and crazy in general uh, not in general but he would literally he had this i won't say power or gift or ability but he could sit across from you and he could tell you what's your stars or what your like your horoscope he can tell you exactly what star sign you are right with just looking and talking to you and i was like hmm wow and then he would explain to you exactly how he came to the conclusion i was like that's freaky although Partly that is also psychology, but still just you being able to narrow it down in the way is like, yeah, it's, <clears throat> it's different. It's creepy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So creepy. But unfortunately he committed suicide a oh, few shit. years after. So rest his soul, <laughs> rest yeah. in peace. Um, although yes, he did some weird things. He was overall, he was actually wasn't a bad person. Yeah. That's also what we talked about previously, just because that person is different. Yeah. That doesn't make him bad. Just go talk to the person and find out some of the things he did was weird and creepy and, but he was overall, he wasn't a bad person. Yeah. Some things I just wasn't used to. Yeah. Some people just need the chance, you know, honestly, just gotta Mm. get to know him. And for some people it's harder than others. Mm, I was, I'm, I'm of the belief that if a person is if a person is black white female transgendered bisexual asexual whatever you everything are everything else yeah just ask the question how does that affect your life yeah. if we previously we spoke about what happened in charlottesville hmm. and about the uh white supremacists and they are taking charge and people that are of the idea that white people are better than other races okay if you have that opinion fine Mm -hmm. but how exactly why do you either need to kill or torture people or shun or shame people because they are different because that black person that you're hating on him sitting there at Starbucks drinking his coffee how does that affect your life right that woman being a lesbian how does that even affect your life so why hate her right when she has no i mean you see her once you see her holding hands with her girlfriend her wife once you never see her again so how did that affect your life in such a degree that you need to hate on them yeah 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 i remember i remember we were talking about this yeah and i don't i don't know some, some you know some people some people just like that you know there are just haters you know they're just people who just want to hate for no reason uh, have you watched mean girls uh yeah yeah with uh I, Lindsay lohan and yeah. uh yeah the other girls yeah and the, yeah and the other girls yeah because well because well, I, I here's the thing i used to have a huge crush on Lindsay lohan um i think everybody who grew up in the 90s had a crush 90s on Lindsay Lohan. Lohan. yeah i think that was i think whether you were gay straight bisexual everyone <laughs> they, had a crush on Lindsay Lohan, and then yeah and then it's happened. just stopped yeah yeah and then it stopped yeah 
Um, but, but yeah, there's a scene. I don't know if you remember the scene because I've watched Mean Girls a few times now. And there's a scene where they all stand up and they have to admit something personal. Yeah. And then this girl comes on crying and she says she just wants the whole world. She wants to bake a cake. Yeah. I think filled with rainbows and unicorns and just have everybody basically eat the cake and be happy. And she was crying. Yeah. And then they scream, but she doesn't even go here. <laughs> that I don't remember girl, that. Yeah. That girl, she's my political point of view. Yeah. Just, I just want to bake a cake full of rainbows and unicorns and have people eat it and everybody be, happy. be happy. Yeah. That is, that is my political view. My life philosophy, my whatever you want to call it. It's yeah. just, I just want everybody to be happy. If, yeah. And we've talked about this Yeah, we've before. talked about this before. Yeah. If what you believe or what you do doesn't harm or hurt someone intentionally, mm-hmm. then why do you have a problem with it? Sure, you can say, my son being gay is hurting me. Okay, you're disappointed that you're the, your son is gay. Okay, so it does hurt you. But it's not intentional. He right. didn't be... You can't become gay yeah. by choice. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like your son was like, I'm going to be gay just because I hate my mom. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and now I'm I mean, gay. well, maybe, but I doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> I it's doubt not that I've, happening. That's one thing. I've met... Okay. For the record, I am gay. Mm-hmm. So this is from my personal from my personal experience. I've never met... And I've... I studied on an arts campus. If you've never been on an arts campus you meet the most interesting people there. Mm-hmm. And artists, of course, are diverse. Not other universities aren't diverse, but I studied on an arts campus with just art student. Yeah. So you meet some incre- incredibly interesting people. And I've never heard a person who was converted to being gay. <laughs> right. Either they were, they claim they were born gay. Right. Or they experimented, they liked it, so they are bisexual, but right. they aren't gay. Okay. They, it's fine. they are, they still like girls, but they don't mind playing with boys. Yeah, that's fine. Boys being men and not boys. Yeah, yeah, boys, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just for the record, just yeah. for the record. Yeah. Um, so, you... <laughs> that's fine. You know what's funny? But before, yeah, but before you continue, yeah. my friend, when I was in Japan, my friend and I were talking and we were like, we were talking about, because uh, I'm heterosexual and she's heterosexual, mm. but we were saying, you know what? I kind of envy and am jealous of people who are bisexual because everybody's an option. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's true. Like, everybody is an option. Like, at like you you have boys there. You have girls there. Yeah. You can just go for whatever you want, you know, and it works out perfectly but fine. The most, the most interesting thing, and I don't think, if I had to put it, I don't think a lot of straight people, but if you are around a lot of gay people, mm. the one topic... And I don't know if it's true for Americans, but the one topic that in my, in the gay people I've met, mm-hmm. the one thing that's predominant there is there's a huge fight and huge, um, not conspiracy, but there's a huge unrest with the idea of bisexuality. Oh, okay. A lot of gay people are of the opinion that if you say you're bisexual, it's just because you can't accept that you are gay. That you're <laughs> nice. And then, of course, there are other people that say bisexuality is that you're interested in both. And that that's you like just both. how it yeah. is. But there's a huge thing. If someone says they're bisexual, then it's just like, you just need to accept it, honey. Mm, you're gay. Right. Gay, including lesbians as well. I'm yeah, talking about gay now. In, yeah. Yeah, in, in both terms. In, yeah. in both terms. Yeah. No, I get it. So... Yeah. From that is that is from my personal opinion, and people will disagree. But no, I did not choose <laughs> to right. be gay, and 
I've had, I've spoken to many of my gay friends. If we had a choice, would we choose to be gay? No. Right. <laughs> with all the hate you get and all. Yeah. So the I, shit there was that a comedian who it. did something like he did a bit on that. Yeah. I no, I would not choose. It's like, this. why would you? Why would you walk into that ass whooping? Like it just doesn't exactly. Make, it doesn't make sense. why they would do that? Exactly. Yeah. So that is that is I think why I'm of the philosophy. If it doesn't hurt that other person, then why does it? Why should it? bother you even people that that even even feminazis is the same thing is mm. you are hating on men and i understand that you want equality and i'm all for equality yeah, of but course yeah now you you are now becoming a oppressor and you're oppressing men right yeah there there's actually been quite a few articles about that um about uh how men also have the short end of the stick in some ways um which is very interesting because they're talking about how like <clears throat> there is this image of what a man is supposed to be. Yeah. Um, and if they don't meet that image, then women will not be attracted to them. Yeah. Um, and one of those things is, you know, having like a decent job and, you know, being tall and, you know, being like handsome and mm. very masculine. And like a lot of men are not that. And, um, and they won't, so they kind of have like the short end of the stick of yeah. having trying to meet this image and not being able to meet this image and then women are not attracted to them and there's other stuff that goes along with it too. Because and my friend and I were talking about this before um in a different <clears throat> setting um how me and a lot of the people that I'm friends with and actually I associate with believe in equal rights. Yeah. Hell, yes. That I don't know what equal pay, equal rights, everything like should be equal in my opinion. Um I don't know why that's still a debate today, to be honest with you, especially yeah. in the United States. Um, so that's not a problem. But I know that um, I think there are some women who believe that, you know, men should be <laughs> become like the oppressed. Yes. You know, for a while um, for for a time period. And some people would argue that, you know, well, that's already the case in a lot of ways. Mm. Um, but it, like how much more oppressed do you want them to be? And then there's also um, the fact that some women, um, like you said, like, hey, we're fighting for equal rights. All men are evil, you know. But there's also a lot of men who just believe in equal rights just like you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they have to kind of di- differentiate between, you know, well, are you going to say all men are evil? You know, because they are a man. Um, because that makes you just as bad as everybody else. else. Yeah. You know, so that doesn't make sense. Um, yeah, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. And, and I know that um, a lot of men especially even my friends of mine who believe in equal rights tend to get turned off by those types of people. Yeah. You know, by those, those types of women because they automatically are associated with just being a man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They're automatically associated with being an oppressor and being this person who, you know, has always treated women as inferior and so on and mm. so forth. And when they're like, that's not me at all. Like <laughs> I don't put me in that category. You know, it's the same thing with like, um, other, uh, uh, ethnic back people with different ethnic backgrounds, different mm. races, who like put all white people in one group. Mm. That's incorrect. You know what I'm saying? That's wrong. Um, and I don't think that should happen. And I think people who are educated enough to know that that shouldn't happen. So it's kind of like the same case. Yeah. You know what I'm saying with like certain women putting like all men in one category when that's just not the case at all. It so, is for me a, a good example is a lot of for people who go on nine gag for a lot of the jokes that they put on of women or not actually joke but real experience that guys have where they would just do something normal and the girl would immediately reply with i have a boyfriend right is that you need to change your view 
on either men or society or something because mm. and one you need to get take the stick out of your ass because right. <laughs> the world doesn't rob, revolve around you yeah yeah what, yeah what did my one friend always say um that person think the world shines on th- what things i know what you're talking about though the world shines out of your ass but it's actually just the devil with a flashlight <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So, something. It was something. I think it's that's tight, it's though. better like in that. my language. If yeah. I'm trying to say it, but it was it was something. It was something about that, and it's not even it's not even woman mm. that needs to do it. Even some um, gay people, some transgendered people, mm. are starting to blur that line of fighting for equal rights and becoming oppressors themselves. Yeah, because I know there are people that. Gay people that are all straight people are evil, right. or all all straight people hate gay people, and like no, right. no, no, you're now you're now becoming what that what some of those people are, yeah. And you're doing you're doing exactly what they're doing. The same thing I've seen people with gay pride when straight people um, come to gay pride, then some gay people become, but it's gay pride, it's not for straight people, but right. but. You're doing exactly the yeah, same thing that they're doing. Exactly, you idiot. Yeah, that is what's wrong with your. What's wrong with this world? Because you and same, like I said, what women are doing is they lose their whole sense of fighting for equality, and then they become the oppressors. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I agree. It it totally happens. And you know, there was this. I was talking to some friends of mine about the this recent thing that happened in the United States, talking about when you're a male and you're 18 years old, you have to register for selected service, which is essentially if you if there's like a huge ass war, war. Yeah. you get drafted, mm. and it it only applies to males. Mm. Right. So there was a there was a time period where it was going to apply to females as well. They were going to make a law about it. But there was like huge like it was a huge like political thing. Right. And for me, because I believe in like, you know, equality. Mm. Yes. Women should register for it the same. Right. But there are a lot of there are some women who are like, yeah, we should. And then there are a lot of women. The majority of women are like, fuck that. You, know? you go die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and it, it was going back to one of those articles that was talking about how men are, you know, kind of get the short, short end of the stick yeah. because they are required to essentially do all these things, you know, that a lot of them don't want to fucking do and and um, that women don't want to do, but they still want the same rights. Yes. Yeah. So, My, and I was thinking mm-hmm. about it in the Korean context yeah. because all the men in Korea are required to do by two law. years by law of military mm. service. And not even it's two years and then some, right? Because I don't think the training is included. Or something yeah, like you that. also have to do other services and yeah. So it's like two years and like three months or six months yeah. or something. Like, it's maybe two and a half years, you know. And I think that um, you know, and uh, the women. I think in my experiences here, like there is a clear. I mean, women are not treated as inferior here. It doesn't seem like it as much, but. I could be wrong, of course. Mm. Um, but there seems to be an understanding of the roles, oh, yeah. right? And I think that, you know, it's not that men are put on a higher pedestal per se, but men are definitely respected a little bit more, more because yeah. they have to do that military service. Except for a Jew. Nobody class. wants to do that fucking military yeah. service. Everybody hates it. Yeah. I've never met a Korean guy who was like, yeah, I like it. You know what I'm saying? Like, never. Nobody wants to do it. Mm. And I understand, you know, but they're a man, so they have to do that shit. You know, no, and I, it's just like it's one, even, and it's the same thing for like the United States. We don't yeah. all have to do military service, but we all the men have to do, you know, the draft, um, the the selective service. We have to do that. We don't have a choice. We can go to jail. We don't, you know. So, I when when I fight for equality, I literally fight for equality, for equality in yeah. all things. Um, 
And I think that should apply to women as well. But there are a lot of women who are like, no, we want equal rights, but we don't want certain things. Well, no, <laughs> it doesn't doesn't work like that. I'm sorry. You know, you can't you can't have your cake and eat it, too. You know, yeah. that type of expression. So I, I think that's stupid. And I don't agree with that. I um, had a conversation about with my dad about this, where I also told him the same thing. It's so interesting that all the Korean guys have to go for military training, but the woman, the women have a choice. Right. And for me, I see that as being unfair. Right. And years ago, my friends and I were also talking about the same thing. Not the same thing, more or less about what... What I'm trying to say is we talked about the whole thing of... It was a few years ago when um, feminists started to not emerge again, but they were starting to voice their opinions about pay and i know a lot of actresses start complaining about how much they get paid in hollywood versus Mm. men right but then my one friend said something so true is that a lot of these women fighting for equal rights aren't fighting for they're just fighting for more money right because they aren't fighting so that they can be paid the same pay as the man who cleans the sewers Mm -hmm. they're fighting for the same man that's a ceo right but you as a this some people might hate me for this, but there are some women out there who are fighting, have this idea that they're fighting for equality, mm-hmm. but you're not willing to do the dirty work. Like they aren't fighting to be garbage men or garbage women. Right. They aren't fighting for those, right? They're fighting for an actress or a CEO or right. these big names. But you as a woman, if you, you won't go and clean the gutters. Yeah. You won't, but. It's fine for men to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you as a woman... And I think it's it's the same thing with the military services. It needs to be equal. Yeah. You are willing to you are willing to fight for the CEO position, but... How about your country? Yeah. yeah. Who, who's yeah. cleaning the garbage and, <clears throat> and things like that? Not, not a female. Right. You won't dare go there because it's dirty. Right. Yeah, actually, um, yeah, it's interesting. And um, I, I agree to some extent that I think that, you know, they're definitely things that you are that some people will fight for For, and other things and other things that you won't but you know in my opinion i think like the dirtier the job the more money you should get i've always felt that way in my in my opinion the dirty the dirtier the job the worse the job the more money you should get paid because if you're a plumber if you're a person who takes out the trash if you're a person who cleans sores uh sores um if you're a person who had what are some other dirty ass jobs uh, like just dirt jobs no pretty much jobs that nobody wants to do and that are just extremely like dirty and smelly i think you should get paid more money in my opinion i because think about it nobody wants to do it you know so you should so if nobody wants to if you do a job that nobody wants to do or that nobody can do for example i think you should get paid like a little bit more money in, not everybody can be a doctor so that's why doctors yeah you know one of the reasons why doctors get paid a lot of money because not everybody can be in that position and you also have to be extremely educated mm-hmm. and be very careful and etc that's why they generally get paid a lot of money generally speaking if you are a person who like takes out the trash and cleans trash and like does all these things for a living that's a smelly dirty mm. job that nobody wants i think you can get paid a little bit more than minimum wage for example yeah i would say a lot more than minimum wage thank you for your service because we need those people yeah. but nobody wants to do that shitty ass yeah. job you know I, you can disagree it's fine i have no problem with that <laughs> I, I do i do understand where you're coming from and to some extent i do agree but i'm still i'm still part of 
teachers union where yeah well we yeah we should get paid more for sure yeah <laughs> yeah where my mind is just when it comes to being paid more it's like can we just please start with the teachers and the nurses yeah for sure can we please start with those people one because teachers educate people we are creating the minds of the future right we are quite very important to society that yeah. and then although doctors do some of the heavy lifting the fucking nurses I mean, if you watch Grey's Anatomy, I think that point came up a few times already. Yeah. Where there was this whole debate between doctors thinking they're all the shit, but the nurses Mm. are the ones that see the patients through everything to some extent. Yeah, I agree. I think think nurses don't get enough Yes, teachers, but I I do understand what you're saying. Yeah. When it comes to the dirtier the job, the more the pay. But the problem is, as soon as the pay becomes bigger, everyone is going to be open to do that because the pay is so good. That's fine. I think that's a good thing. Yeah, I think I don't think that's a bad thing at all. Personally. Personally. <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, because I, I think that, well, one, um, you will get more people to do it. Um, so, oh, okay. Yeah, I think you will get more people to do it. And I mean, there's... Think about the application. How many applications do you think there are to become a trash, <laughs> to become a trash man? Like it's, and I, I think I respect that job, and I respect people who are in positions who are like that because mm-hmm. one, you know, it's 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 an it's an ugly job. Nobody, I've, I mean, there's no pride in that job for mm-hmm. the most part. You know what I'm saying? People, if you're a teacher, you're a lawyer, you're, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, and an engineer. People are proud to say that. You know, I'm proud to be this. Yeah. You know, and I and I and a lot of people are not proud to be you know other jobs and i'm i'm using trashman as an example and they should be because that is an integral part to society Mm. you know and i and i don't think they get enough respect and i think that you know when you have like you know bring your parents to work day you always have like you know parents who are have these jobs you don't ever have parents who come in or just like oh i'm a trash man you know like here's why you should work my job in the future you know, nobody ever does that. It's not appreciated. And I and I don't like that. And I think that it should be appreciated, one. Um, and then also they should be compensated appropriately for their for their position. You see, this so. is this is what animes are made of. Yes, exactly. God damn, where is my phone? I think you can take Studio Ghibli, give them this idea and they could run with this. They totally could. Yeah, I mean, they totally could. Um and actually there's the funny thing too, there, there's this graphic novel I bought, I think it's called Lunch Lady. Mm-hmm. And I read a few pages before I bought it, and essentially it's about this lunch lady uh, who works in the cafeteria, right? Mm-hmm. And that, which is not another job that isn't really appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody speculates about what she does in her free time, right? Like, what is she? Is she like a cat lady? Does she have a family? Is she like a secret agent? Well, apparently she's like this kind of like secret agent, you know, who like kicks everybody's ass and stuff, um, you know, after school. But it, it just reminded me of like, you know, that's like another job that's not appreciated. And there, there's just so many jobs that a lot of people don't appreciate, um, but they're in, integral to society. You need them. We need mm. them to do these jobs in order to function as a society. Yeah. But nobody it goes to school to be a trash man. Like nobody does that, you know. And um, and I've and I've seen too many. And I used to be a disher, and I used to bust tables and stuff mm. like that. And you know, I've worked some pretty ugly jobs, like landscaping and stuff like that. So. And and uh, there's a lot of people who just look at you and are just like, mm, you're one of those guys. Right? Yeah. Like, you're not worth society. Like, you have the, you're a peasant. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like, you don't do anything for society. And I've always, and I, I felt that, you know, and I know how that is. And I don't understand why people feel that way. Because without people like me and people who work in other positions, you won't be able to um, uh, uh, enjoy everything that you have. Mm. Right? 
tell me how you like your house when I leave all your trash outside of it. Right? When I don't pick up your trash, you tell me how much you like living at your house. Just tell me, you know? Um, nobody. <laughs> nobody will say anything negative once you yeah. start putting things into perspective. So, yeah. So, generally speaking, um, using the trash person as an example, and there's plenty of other jobs, yeah. I think they're, they're, they should get paid more. You know? At least more than minimum wage. Minimum wage, yeah. You know? <laughs> so, and who deserves minimum wage? And well, well, here's the other thing, too. There should be a living wage. Well, in the United States specifically, I don't know how it is in South Africa, but in the United States, there is a difference between the minimum wage and the, li- and the living wage. Mm-hmm. So, personally speaking, I think people should get paid more. I think everybody should get paid a living wage, and that depends on the state that you live in and the area. And, and all this. There's a lot of other things that things, go into yeah. it, which is hard to calculate, but it's possible. Um, but, yeah, I think that... Yeah, people who will work in the positions that don't want to be worked in should get paid more, you know, and and should be and be respected. So it's not just money, but it should also be respected. respected yeah, you know, no, we, I, I what it was in a movie or something where a, a character said that they respect the janitor the same way they respect the CEO. Exactly. So the movie was an anime where they said that. And I think that is, but that is once again, it's conditioning. Yeah, I agree. What it comes down to is how we are raised we are raised or not well can sound like my parents didn't raise me right but i'm not saying my parents raised me in this way it's just society has conditioned me and to a certain way raised me in this way to not have your point of view i've never really in detail thought about a trash man in that way right but i do agree with you there needs to be more pride and more respect for those kinds of jobs yeah there should be more pay, which I completely agree with you. I've never thought about it in that way because it's a trash man. Yeah. And my life goes on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the janitor is the same way. Yeah. You know, janitor. And I, I mean, I can't sit here and like list all the positions for you, but like, I just, you know, mm. I, I hate it. You know, and I was raised to be that's the same way. You treat everybody equally. It doesn't matter. You don't know. You don't know what that person's going through. You don't know that person's life. Yeah. Right. A lot of times people are just doing this because it's like doing certain jobs because they didn't have certain opportunities. Right. Or maybe they made a bad decision and they're trying to recover. Right. Or maybe they like it. Maybe this person likes to be a janitor. Yeah. Maybe this person likes to be a trash man. And, you know, maybe they do have certain pride that is associated with mm. it. But the rest of society doesn't really see it that way all the time. You know, and I and I don't like that because you take that one element out. You let me know how everything is. Take away the janitor from your school. You let me know how, how good your school is going to look, right? Uh, or the cleaning ladies in your apartment building, for example. And, well, in Korea specifically. Typically, yeah. typically it's Korean Korea, ladies. Yeah. Um, yeah, no offense to them, of course, but that's generally what it is. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's just like one of those things that I think that, um, you know, we, we don't pay attention enough. Yeah. And we don't give enough respect to um, and that we should you know and again this is just from my experience of working like a lot of different jobs as Mm -hmm. i was growing up and people looking at me i mean people looked at me differently anyway um but specifically when you're work like when you're when you're a busser you know when you're like busing tables and you're just doing landscaping you're just kind of seeing as this person who's just like not worth anything to society you know you your job is not that important you know and i seeing people treat janitors differently and people who take out the trash differently and i'm just like why do you why do you do that like why doesn't make any sense to me at all so and i think that one of the reasons why like you said is the way you've been brought up but i think specifically with the restaurant industry and i've talked about this before that if people were to start from the bottom and work their way up then they have more appreciation 
Agreed. You know, then they would have more appreciation. And when I say the restaurant industry specifically, I think everybody should be a busser. Everybody should be a disher. Everybody should be a host. Mm. Everybody should be like a line cook, you know, for a certain period of time before they can move on to becoming like a server and a bartender. And, you know, people who work take take out, for example. I totally think that should happen. That's what I did. And because I was like able to experience a lot of those different yeah. things, I had more respect for it. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, there are a lot of people who don't pre-bust their tables, right? Which means they don't like take away like the big dishes, mm. um, which helps everybody, right? It, it just helps flip the tables. The busters can come over. They can yeah. just kind of like wipe it down real quick, you know, make it look nice and neat. And then you get your next table in there and et cetera. So they're just like, fuck that. That's, that's like beneath me. Mm. Really removing some plates, removing like big plates is beneath you. Why? You know what I'm saying? You're in such you're in such a high position that you can't do that. I don't get it. You know, and it, I think that um yeah, go ahead. It it might be it might be that it might sound a bit wrong, but it's still the thing of bitch. You're still a waitress, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, you're not the manager. Even you're just a waitress. So exactly. picking up a plate or two, your your arms won't fall. Off. Exactly. Yeah, and I don't get me wrong. Like I understand that. Like sometimes you're busy and you can't do yeah. it. Like I get it. I've been serving bartending for like seven years. Like yeah. I trust me, you know, you can't tell me anything about the industry. I I know all about it. Um, but I, I there are a lot of servers and bartenders who I've met and have worked with who are just like, no, why would I do that? It's not my job. Well, it is technically a part of your job description. One, <laughs> two, it helps you and it helps them, right? It speeds things up. It helps you flip the table faster. It takes no effort from your part to remove some plates and bring them back to the dish. You're already walking that way. Exactly. And then some people won't even, like, knock everything off, like, take everything off the dish. You know, you're supposed to essentially go to the trash can, pretty much knock off the crumbs and everything else off the dish. So it's easier for the disher to rinse it and put it in the dishwasher, which means that it's faster for the dishes to come out so we have clean dishes. When it's busy. Exactly. It's all about efficiency. And I think that people don't realize how... Like, a lot of things in the world are connected, hmm. right? Um, and generally, it's about balance, okay? And when you are disconnecting a role from everybody else's role, if you hold yourself higher, you know, um, to somebody else and you think you are not connected to the person below you or who is considered, you know, quote, unquote, to be beneath you mm-hmm. or below you, then you start, re- like, you start losing the reality of the situation, hmm. You know, and it's and it starts affecting you in certain ways because that person might complain. Why don't we have any dishes? Which I've heard a million times. Well, I'll tell you why we don't have any dishes, because people didn't pre bust the tables and they didn't take the you know, they didn't go over to the trash can and knock everything off the trash can, which made it easier for the person to rinse the dishes and put them in a dishwasher. Right. And then the and then um, then the dishwasher is so backed up because he's too busy cleaning off the other yeah, dishes but, yeah. that you didn't clean that he's not able to bring or the other person's not able to bring the other dishes over to um to the uh what's it called to the uh to the owner who's actually putting the food on the plates. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's all connected. And that one person who holds himself into such a high esteem, right, or such a high level doesn't realize that and that's one of the reasons why they are affected and it's not just them who are being affected they're not the only one who has dishes yeah they're not the only one who has tables everybody else has tables too you can you can even take this into i almost want to say philosophy if you want to go that deep but it all becomes interconnected because because you were too lazy to take out those dishes. Now, let's say everything is backed up, which means the customer is getting their food late. Right. So they're angry and exactly. mad. Yep. So they go back to the office angry and mad. They take out their anger and madness and everything on that person, that person, and then start, just starts this ugly cycle. Right. That's what? exactly it was what it, a, it was. It was a series where they, it's, was it, oh, it was How I Met Your Mother. 
Oh yeah, where Barney Stinson, I think the yeah, chain of screaming. Yeah, it's like a vicious cycle. Yeah, mm. that's and exactly it, what it is. It's that interconnectedness, like you said, everything is connected. It it's like the domino effect. Right. If that one thing one thing goes wrong, and then it fucks up all other things. You might not know or experience it, but that is why. Whenever I get bad service, I just think like really you not. It might be something, but you not greeting me or or not greeting me back when I greet you, that really would have made such a big difference to you in your life. Exactly. Just to smile. Yeah. Not, but just when I get bad service, that would that really have killed you just to, I can understand you have a bad life. I've, yeah. I've had bad moments in my life too, but it doesn't mean that I go stand in front of my students and right <laughs> give them hell for it yeah exactly and now you're spoiling my day so i'm now this affects me i affect that and everything yeah. is just now everything's a fuck up yeah i agree yeah i totally agree and uh, you know and that brings up a, a good point too of like uh service right getting service and like tipping and stuff like that which is that's a very hot topic in the united states do you guys tip in south africa yes we do tip okay that was i was very happy when i discovered you don't have to tip in Korea. Shit, me too. More you know how much money, money I me? save? Yeah, I was gonna say. You know how much money I save, but man? I, yeah. I, my, my dad taught me, not taught me, but just the way I, the way he handles things. But I, I was, my dad taught me, not almost it inconsistently. Um, I use the word unintentionally. Yeah. Unintentionally, my, my dad taught me to be a good tipper. Yeah. My mom too. One, if I have the means to tip you, yeah, I will tip you. For every waiter or waitress out there, if you know my face, which you don't. But if I can tip you, I will tip you. Yeah. If you give me good service, I will tip you generously. Yeah. If I don't tip you, most likely then you are useless. Then you right. need to check into your work ethic. Yeah, I agree. Because me as the customer, technically they do say I, I did nothing wrong mm. because I've had multiple times where people bring me the wrong food and yeah. then I don't make a scene about it. Yeah. Like, I no, might even okay. even say I might just start eating the food. Right. Because <laughs> in the end it's food. It's not if there's a huge price difference, of course, then I would be like, excuse me, but this isn't what I ordered. But right. I won't be So you might get lucky. You can start eating that one, they'll let you yeah, get that one and then give you another dish. Yeah. Two dishes. <laughs> yeah. But usually when I don't tip people, then there's a reason for me not tipping you. Then yeah. you need to look. I'm a I'm a generous tipper mm. if I can be. I mean, it's different now in Korea. Now that I do have financial means to tip, I don't have to tip. Right. But when I was in South Africa and I was a student, yeah, it's we, harder. Had, we had a lot of, when we went out drinking and we didn't tip the person, yeah. it's a thing of, okay, one, we're students, and two, we didn't come here to tip you, Jen. We came here to have a good time yeah i know that is an excuse but in the bigger scheme of things you need to understand that you need to understand that we are students yeah we we are selfish yeah yeah of course we are here to party not to tip you right. one, and also you also get paid money as well <laughs> right Tipping is a tip yeah yeah it's yeah i agree yeah i, I think that um i get it like I, mm-hmm. I've been, like I said, I've been waiting tables and bartending for a long time. So like, I get it if some people can't do it. And when I mess up, I tell them, you know, hey, like I, I made a mistake and I'm sorry and I will fix it, right? And then I, if some, if the kitchen made a mistake, I'll tell them like, hey, you know, the kitchen made a mistake and we apologize and we'll get it fixed as soon as possible. Most people are very cool. They're like, yeah. okay, cool. Thanks for telling us. 
you know, we and appreciate then it. they carry on. Right. And lives. then, and most of the time the manager will, you know, give them something extra and, you know, everything is okay. But there are some people who are just like, no, fuck that, you know, this, this and that. And, you know, it might reflect in your tip. And then there are other people who, and again, in the United States specifically and in the area that I grew up in, not everybody has money. You know, and I understand you want to have a nice meal. You don't want to cook today. I just want to have a nice meal and I just want to pay for my meal. And that's it. Why do I got to tip this asshole on top of it? You know, and that's, and it's not necessarily your service. Maybe you weren't a bad server. I've had plenty of people tell me like, listen, you were a great server. I just don't have like extra money like that. And some people are like, well, if you don't have extra money, why are you going out to eat? Why can't they have a nice meal? Just yeah. let them fucking have a nice meal. Yeah. Why do they have to? Why do they have to tip you on top of that? Which I completely understand. Like I completely get it. And I've had lots of shitty tips, and I've had lots of great tips, and I've had lots of people tell me, "Hey, you were a great service. I can't. You were a great server. I just can't reflect it in your tip." But I just wanted you to know. Mm. And that's okay because most of the time, like, yo, just that's fine. Thank you. Tell my manager, right? If you tell my manager, maybe he or she will buy me dinner. Maybe you know he'll. Um, you know, I don't know, give me, he won't give me a raise, but like, <laughs> because servers make nothing anyway, to be honest yeah. with you. But, you know, maybe he'll do something, you know, for me, right? Um, or maybe he'll just say, hey, good job, you know what I'm saying? Which is always nice to hear, hmm. you know? So, um, I completely understood the fact that, like, I wasn't able to pay extra, but I just want you to know that you were good. And most of the time, that's good enough. And I always just tell my, hey, tell my, tell my, tell my manager, tell the owner, I would appreciate that. And don't worry about it, you know? Thank you. I understand. I know where you're at. Because I've been where you're at. Mm. And like what I was saying earlier, I think if people were actually able to experience that life, then they would appreciate yeah. those people more. And they would be more um, aware of, like, the different lifestyles and aware of, like, you know, the different struggles that people have to experience growing up. Um, which is why I think that everybody, for the most part, especially in the restaurant industry, should start from the bottom and work their and, way up. Yeah. Um, and I, I think there's that should happen in other jobs, too. But I haven't worked a million jobs so i can't say like oh well you know this person should totally start from the bottom because maybe that's not possible you know but um but i think in most cases if you could start from the bottom and work your way up you you're definitely more appreciative yeah you you learn respect for what that person or you learn why that person is important to your job exactly my brother my brother is in the uh hotel industry yeah and when he was studying Okay, he had a love-hate relationship with the one hotel, but their school would send them out to work in hotels. Mm -hmm. And they would work different jobs. So he would work uh, the graveyard shift, Mm -hmm. cleaning the parking lot or scrubbing floors at 2 o'clock in the morning. Right. And then the next day, or the next, not the next day, but the next time, he would then be on room service. So he would be cleaning rooms. Mm -hmm. And the next time... He would be front desk. Yeah. And so the univer- the school, university, college, whatever, told them all the difference so that I think that's a good way for them to understand how... How it works. Yeah, how How much time works. it takes to do it. Yeah. You know, like the effort that goes into it. And yeah. I, I, so I, that you understand when Jennifer tells you that she's busy in room 174, right. room 273 can be done because she needs to finish all the other rooms before that room yeah sometimes people hire up forget what what it or, takes to yeah. actually run the business yeah. yeah or what it takes for things to actually because work because you only work so for example if you only work with customers mm. you you forget about the people who actually let's say something like carpentry mm. if you work with customers and you're selling the items but you're not actually technically making the things you easily forget 
what that person actually does and how long it takes right. for them to make it. So yeah. I completely agree with you. Like, go back and experience what they're doing. Start from the bottom if possible. Yeah. So you can work your way up. As a teacher, you can't really start at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of hard <laughs> to like, do that. Teach. Yeah, <laughs> you just teach. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, but at the at a to some extent, we did start from the bottom because we are students. We were students. students yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, and as students, we should know, you know, what we liked learning, mm. what we didn't like learning, what worked for us, and what didn't work for us. And there's multiple intelligences, and there's multiple, you know, different types of students who can learn in different ways. And it's our job to try to make that, mm. you know, make it as accessible as possible to our students, right? Um, so, you know, to some extent, we, you know, we were at the bottom, and now we're at the top, you know um so to speak and i think that we should be able to you know work around that and teaching is hard it yes. is it yes. is it is very hard yes. it's not easy not a lot of people want to do it not not everybody can do it yes um it can be frustrating you can make mistakes you know i make mistakes sometimes i'm just like damn you know but it's a part of the process you it know it can be embarrassing it can be embarrassing and sometimes your students have to correct you like teacher this is wrong and i'm like huh? oh you know what you're right good job you know and sometimes, you know, some, you know, that could, that could be rough, you know, but at the same time, it's, it's also a learning experience. Yeah. It's very tiring too. For, for Jesus, it's teaching, tiring. <laughs> teaching, teaching, I, I, I've, I haven't never actually asked another English teacher this because I'm not talking about English teachers that teach English to, in places like South Africa, America, or even some European countries. I'm talking about teaching English in the way we're teaching English, but yeah. Do you think or feel that your English capabilities have decreased <laughs> yeah, since, so you, since you started teaching yeah. English? You know what's so funny? It's funny that I'm laughing because every English teacher who I've had on here, and we've talked about that, have talked about how oh, really? our okay. English has decreased. Yeah. Okay. And also, um, in addition to that, we were talking about how, as I learn other languages, my native language, which is English, has decreased as well. It's just gotten worse over time. Yeah. No, I totally agree. It's that it's that it whole effect sometimes even at work. I don't know what it is. You just can't English anymore. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Yeah. I I think it's I think it's partly because you don't get stimulated. Yeah. As well as when you were in your when you were in America. Mm-hmm. It's even for me being um because sometimes it's difficult if people aren't bilingual to explain to them what it's like to be bilingual. Right. In the sense of here in Korea, I'm teaching English, so predominantly I speak English. Right. Where as soon as I start talking with my friends or my family, I predominantly speak in Afrikaans. Right. So learning now a third language is your mind starts to do weird things. And I think it's all about stimulation. Where in South Africa, my English was a lot better because I was studying in English. So... If I was reading, I was reading very, I was reading articles and mm. where now if I read something, it is a nine-year-old student who's trying to learn English. Right. And that's the only English stimulation that I get reading. If without now, that's the, uh, what's the word? That's predominantly the stimulation that I receive. Mm. Because it's not like I read more than I teach or it's not like I watch more TV than I okay. I watch more TV than I actually teach. But when I watch TV, I watch English, Korean, Japanese. Right. I watch in three different like languages. different languages, and all those are just mixing and matching. Yeah. yeah. So I think I think that is maybe why because of the stimulation that you receive. Because yeah. even I, like I told you before, I'm 
applying to do my master's now. And yeah. for that, I need to submit a letter of intent. Right. Oh, fuck. When I started writing that thing, I, could, I couldn't... I can't write at that level anymore. I yeah. used to be proud of how well I could write mm. at academic level. Right. My lectures would tell me how well I wrote whatever I wrote. So it was it was something that I prided myself on. Right. <laughs> Fuck until I started writing now again. I was like Yeah, it's not good. I'm not <laughs> I'm not stimulated in that way. I'm not used to writing in that way anymore. Yeah. Because now when I correct a sentence it's the most basic English usually usually. Yeah. And <clears throat> also sometimes sometimes I can't English, then I have to reconstruct sentences for these students because they are still learning to use the language. Yeah. Yeah. I I think somebody should do like a good research study on this. I think it would be very interesting. And um, yeah, I've talked about this before with, uh, with previous, previous guests and Mm. also with my friends. Cause sometimes like I articulate certain words differently, you know, Mm -hmm. for my students that I don't do with my friends. And sometimes I'll do the same thing. Like I'll say certain letters like, Oh, water. It's like, who, why the fuck are you saying water like that? Nobody in America <laughs> speaks, yeah. says wa- water like, I mean, water like that. We don't pronunciate the T. We always just say it's water, you know? Mm, um, so, and that's one thing. But at the yeah. same time, my, Engli- my English has definitely just gotten worse. Not like in a bad way. Well, can it go down? Can it decrease in a good way? I, just, I, don't, I don't mean, <laughs> I still know the language, obviously. It's just not going to be like, okay, so here's the thing, right? For me... And I've talked about this, I think, before, so I won't talk about it too much. But for me, um, my mind is often in a lot of places and, you know, and um, teaching English can definitely take a toll on you. And because mm. I'm so busy and because I'm in the middle of like learning Korean, I'm still trying to. Of course, I know my native language English, but I still try to retain my second language is Arabic. Yeah. Um, so because of all those different things, I'm not able to always articulate things that they that I want to articulate them. Mm. And especially with just the way that my mind works, it's in like a million different places at once. So I could be thinking about one thing and saying another thing and then also like getting ready to, you know, explore this different topic. Or I'm oh, oh, I have this like in the reserves that I want to bring up too, mm. you know, from an earlier point, for example. So it's hard for me to sometimes like stick to one point and like make that point um, because my mind is all over the place. And it's kind of the same thing with English. You know what I'm saying? Because often when I'm speaking English, I'm automatically translating it or attempting to translate it into the other languages that I know automatically. Right. And so when I'm saying a sentence in English, I'm automatically trying to translate it into Arabic so I can remember it. Right. And then now that I'm learning Korean, I'm trying my best to (laughs) put it into Korean as well. How do I say this in Arabic? How do I say this in Korean? Right. Um, So all of that is going through my mind. And because of that, I think that... because of all those things, I think that my language has just decreased. And again, obviously not like in a negative way where I can't speak it and yeah. I can't use it as a teacher because obviously I can. But it's just not going to be as strong as it was as I was, you know, in the United States, which I'm around my native I, language yeah. 100% of the time. And but also there's also slang, you know. Uh-huh. So with certain groups yes. of people, I use my slang language yes. and then with other groups of people i don't and then with certain groups of people i curse a lot and with other groups of people i don't Don't curse curse at all yeah you know so and it's just like the i don't know it's just weird like i don't know if i can actually like eloquently put it into terms of what it is but i think that there's just like multiple different um components that go into it that equals 
yes, me, <laughs> my English sometimes is bad, you know, it just doesn't make sense, you know, and I know people who have listened to the episodes before, they're like, oh, okay, he, he, at this point, it makes sense, I understand yeah. what he's saying, and there's other points where he, he's, you know, people are like, what the fuck is he talking about, I, which I totally get, you know, if that's the case, because sometimes I listen to the episodes, I'm like, what was I trying to say there, you know, yeah. I, I don't remember, you know, my and my memory can be very bad as well, Um, so that's an issue that I need to work with, too, so, yeah, you're not the only one. I'll tell you that much. Did, did they <laughs> ever bring up, because this is one thing, I've also pride myself in my spelling capabilities. Ah, uh, spelling. And I'm when, okay with spelling. When we were, whenever we did assignments, my friends would always ask me to proofread them because my my, my spelling game was, was good and was strong. Like, yeah. There are certain things that I had confidence in and mm. my spelling was one of them. But since coming to Korea, mm. these... I don't know why, but I doubt myself so many times because I keep on thinking, am I teaching these students correctly? And I don't think if that's also affecting my English ability. Right. Because I keep on needing to think, is this right? Mm. Will the student understand this? Yeah. And then sometimes my students would throw me with words that we don't... What was the one word? Jeez. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of words that they learn that we don't use often. There was, I think the girl used the word eupeptic. And I was like, what the fuck is eupeptic? <laughs> and when I looked it up, it, was, it has to do with your stomach and right. how your stomach... And I was like, clearly you Google translated the shit out of whatever Korean word you used because... Yeah, it's something we don't Eupeptic use. is not a word that you use one in the way you used it and two yeah. that normal people use yeah because yeah but i also agree they teach them words there was also another word that i told my students that like if you don't need to know this word right i can't remember what it was but i was like why the fuck are you why are we teaching this word to the students right and, it, and for certain grades too like i have a yeah. fr- i have a first grade class that like a lot of times every week there's like 30 vocabulary words that they're supposed to like learn Right? Damn. And I'm like, fuck, for, this is fucking ridiculous for first graders. You know what I'm saying? Like, My first this is crazy. about 10. Well, that's the thing. So yeah. the thing is, is that um, they, I know they can handle it. I'm not saying that they can't, can't. but they're already stressed in mm. their first grade. Why are first graders stressed? Mm. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. So, and they have just certain words that are on there that I'm just like, why do they don't need to know this? You know what I'm saying? So what I do when we have the spelling test, I don't do all 30. I do like 10. And I tell them the 10 that are the most... Um, that are going to be the mm. most common for them to actually mm. use, right? And that's how I do it, right? Um, and even I, and even when we're doing over vocabulary words, I might skip some words. I'm like, hey, we don't use that. Don't even worry about it, right? Oh, well, that's a problem. Why is it a problem? They're in first grade. They have years <laughs> to learn mm. this language. Years. They'll learn that word eventually down the road. Like, as of right now, it's not that important. One, one you know what I'm saying? Things. Start with the foundation, please. The yes. foundation. Yes. <laughs> you know, can yes. we just work from the base and then we, like, build our way up? Can we do that, please? Can we first yeah. give them the capability of reading, writing, and speaking before we jump into the other shit? What was the top? My students, they are 11 or 12 years old. Mm. So they are grade uh six four or, or five right for fourth or fifth grade no they're higher because they went no, they sixth middle grade school is... really middle school yeah Tw- 12 i thought 12 years old was like fifth grade sixth grade n- no i they're korean ages the oh korean yeah the korean age, age international age yeah yeah that's always true. confused but they're yeah. my middle school students so they are about grade six seven grade eight middle okay. school yeah. 12 13 around there and one of the stories we did because w- 
your school that you teach at has a different curriculum than the school I teach at. Yeah, yeah. We have right. prescribed stories and we work from the internet and books and we have... Anyway, so the one story we did was about uh, children's rights. Okay. And then they did about... The story was about a boy who lived during the 1800s who was a peacer. Mm-hmm. Do you know what a peacer is? A peacer? Mm. No. A peacer is was the person in the 1800s while they were making cloth mm. when this was the Industrial Revolution, when the Industrial Revolution happened. So the peacer would have to go while the machine is working if mm. a piece of, um, not string, but if a pl- piece of, not cloth, yarn or whatever broke the yeah. piece would have to put his hands in the machine and tie it back oh so we learned about that and how the kids struggled and died that sounds dangerous I, when <laughs> i was teaching so i was like why are my 13 year or why are my 12 11 12 13 year old students learning about a job right <laughs> that one is not being done anymore and yeah. two about the industrial revolution where in korea they can barely hold a normal conversation in English. Why are we doing industrial revolution and yeah. human rights? Yeah. And because some of the questions, the answers, I sometimes don't even know. And we've just read the story and I even sit there. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> nope. That's not happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Um, by the way, can you bring your mic a little bit closer? Oh, yeah. sorry. No, it's okay. Yeah. Is it better? Yeah. Sometimes, yeah, it works, yeah. Sometimes it's like, here's the thing. The problem that I had last time with Dylan, specifically, mm. is that I could hear everything fine through the headphones, but the yeah. way that it came out wasn't 100%. So that's why I always like look at the, the sound waves. But Oh, trying to figure out. Yeah, it's, it, sound, it sounds okay, but I just want to make sure. So, oh, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no problem at yeah. all. So anyways, yeah, it, yes, and that goes back to what we were talking about earlier about like just certain subjects are just boring and don't and they're not relatable and it, yeah. and it doesn't make sense to the students and then you're just and of course in your head you're like why the fuck are we doing this, you know mm. it, it it doesn't make any sense like why we're we doing this, um so and that's why you know thankfully for my for my school which I really appreciate and my colleagues they're very open to new ideas yeah and they're, they're open to the fact that you know okay like we want what's best for our students and let's do what the students want to do as long as we can still you know put the main points across um that's perfectly fine so i'm glad that they're flexible and i'm trying to work through that and, and it's more work for me oh yeah everybody knows this. yeah you know it's way more work for me i'm doing way more than what i should be doing you know what i'm saying but at the same time it's what's benefiting the students, students so i don't yeah. have a problem with it i have no problem with it whatsoever um that's i must say that's where i'm kind of jealous of you because Although it's a lot of work, I can't do what you're doing because we are the curriculum we have is set. Yeah, so it's the set story and it's strict. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know and, how it is. And I think I think it's a very very good system. But of course, from my personal experience, and sometimes the people that the people that create the book sometimes forget about the teachers, mm. and we also have other ideas and opinions. Yeah because we're actually teaching the students because I think the method that they do it is very well. Hmm. But even the Korean teachers agree with some of the things I said, and I agree with some of the things they say that needs to change. Hmm. So there's a certain way to teach. We have a method that we need to teach, but not one of the teachers teach teaches that method because it's not one. It's 
impossible. Mm. And to the video that you use to show us, those students are little angels in those videos. Right. I mean, where in real life, midway through class, my class, the topic of my class can change because the student would ask a random question about language, mm. for example, or a fight would break out. So I'm very jealous in the sense of... Now I'm getting completely completely off track. But because it is so set in its ways, I can't bring in new materials or things like that because we have our yeah. strict material <clears throat> that we need to teach and get through. Yeah, when but It's still a good, very good system. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, it's not that it's bad. It's just that it's very set, you know, mm. and it's hard to, you know, modify things and change things the way that you would like to. You know, so I, I, I totally get that. I, I try in, in the ways that I can to change certain things or to bring new things in. But I don't know if you have the same problem, but also the time we have with the students are not nearly enough to, I think, have a full effect mm. on the students. Uh, to some extent... I agree with you because we have our students generally once a week for an hour for an hour. Yeah. So that's, that's how it is. Um, however, um, with some of the stories that we do, it's okay because they can remember the story, Mm. you know, um, they like it for some stories, not all of them, obviously, but, and the, our discussions, we always have good discussions on them because again, I'm supposed to be teaching critical thinking. Yeah. So, you know, and for me to ask certain questions that make them think, um, and try to translate into English. Um, they remember it because it took so much effort For, yeah. right, and energy to actually try to make that, uh, to actually do the translation. Um, so I think I think for some students, um, one hour a week for a, for a one lesson plan is okay. Mm. Um, others, I don't think it matters as much. You know, I think some students they resonate with it with the subject, and some just like, nope, I'm just here. Yeah, some yeah. some. It's not enough my time. my my dad the way my dad always explains is that person is either that person is good with languages yeah that could be it too so yeah a lot of the it. students there are just some students that they they're trying their hardest but language just isn't because we did this i did this years ago but you have personality types yeah and certain what do you call that Oh my, it, we did this whole diagram like you can do this test and it tells you what type of person you are and there yeah. just are people that are more language based there are people that are more nature mm-hmm. oriented there are people that are more art oriented I fall more into the what was mine I think mine was in the not logist oh, what's, in the logical side and right. it's a way of thinking so right. and some students don't have the language capability which makes it difficult and also i think they don't have enough time is there isn't enough time for all of them to actually practice speaking right because that is why i was hired i'm there to teach them speaking and to provide them with a platform to speak right but and sometimes one hour a week yeah you don't and it doesn't really help the students because they when I don't know if what happens in a lot of schools, even mm. in Korean schools, is when the Korean teacher starts teaching, they teach English and Korean. Right. And yeah, so it's not going to be helpful. They yeah. get they the fuck I will say some there are most of the Korean students to all the Americans 
to all the British, to all the South Africans, to all the other people, Australians that are native English, Koreans. And I think some China, some Koreans, Japanese and Chinese students, right. the three major countries that we that we teach English to, they will kick our ass when it comes to English grammar. Oh, hell yeah, for sure. Because the way that these <laughs> students are taught grammar is just insane. Yeah. These students can kick my ass in grammar, and I'm not ashamed to say it because... I'm not either. It's true. Grammar is drilled and that sometimes makes it difficult because you focus so much on grammar that they can't speak <laughs> because they know the theory behind it but to apply that they, there's no there's not always the opportunity to actually apply the knowledge that they have so right. they know how to create a sentence my one friend told me that they were at university they were doing syntax and mm. we never did yeah, syntax. syntax yeah that's a good point and Personally, I don't think really Koreans need syntax. Mm. If you think about... No, not as much. If you think about what what we are trying to do as a second language and trying students just to get them to speak English, mm. syntax, my personal opinion, isn't going to help them yeah, I agree. at all. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because I would agree. Most of, the, most of the students and most of the parents as well is why are you... You're, children why are you learning english or why are you forcing your child to learn english is because they want them to speak english mm -hmm. and be able to converse with people and syntax isn't really as necessary. an example yeah won't really matter yeah not until like way more advanced anyway yeah yeah so which is not you know the main point of that for at least these lower level kids yeah, yeah that they, i have a lot know? of the I, with the students that sometimes i don't care if your grammar is right or wrong just speak yeah we can do we can take it from there yeah if i don't understand you i don't understand you we take it from there and that's how you get better yeah yeah i agree with you i think um i think sometimes for some students one hour a week is not that good mm. um some embrace it some don't um which is fine it goes it just goes back into like you said the different types of students that we have um and actually for me i have some students multiple times a week for mm. different classes because there's different types of classes that we do um so but specifically it's 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 all based on like critical thinking so we have like rtt classes which is where we go through books mm -hmm. like we read books and then we discuss them and there's like actual we nice. have like thematic classes and then there's like um i don't really do the thematic classes as much those are my colleagues but i i mainly do like the rtt classes which is like the novel classes so that that's fun nice. yeah it's nice it's nice and that, that's why i'm able to like i have some you know leniency when See, it comes yeah. to like, choosing the novels and going through them and stuff like that so yeah I, I really enjoy that so we don't really get into grammar as much because they most of them already have a good grasp of like the english language mm, yeah. even the first graders you know even the first graders um and um i i really enjoy that um but yeah some and I see some of them like three times a week, maybe, maybe four times a week, mm. but some I just see once a week. week and yeah. Some of those once a week students are very, they're there and, you know, they're present and they're really ready to like, yes, I'm ready to learn. And some of them are just like, yo, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for 50 minutes and then I'm out. So I'm just like, all right, that's cool. I like that. I mean, I'm not a, I totally understand, you know. The thing that, that I've noticed or the thing that surprised me actually was the students that are, the students that are bad 
but actually try to speak English, mm-hmm. I can work with them. Yeah. Of course, the good students you can work with. The students that I struggle to work with the most are the shy students. Yeah, those are rough. Who either either don't say anything and mm-hmm. ignore you completely. Yeah. Or they are so soft yeah. that you have no idea. And by the fifth time I'm asking you to repeat yourself, I'm yeah. getting annoyed. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Because <laughs> I still have an- other things to do and to teach. And yeah, I'm literally just asking you, how are you? And yeah. it's not that thing of I'm being cruel or mean, but you've been at the school now for five months. Yeah, it's time for you to speak up. <laughs> Every time you <laughs> see me, I ask you, how, how are, are you? you? Right. After five months, personally, I think you should be able to lie then. Just yeah. tell me I'm good. Yeah. But then just speak up. And I think a lot of teachers would agree that shy students are... Yeah, shy students are rough. Most yeah. frustrating. Although I, I understand. Oh, yeah, I get I, it. I understand that you're shy. But oh, yeah. When... Because talk to the Korean teachers and they would say that that student is frustrating. That yeah. shy student is frustrating. Yeah, I agree. Shy students can definitely be frustrating. Um, I remember I used to have like a bunch of shy students in my first graders before I had, I had them like, you know, a long time ago when I first got them. Mm. And now it's not bad, you know, because, yeah. you know, I just, I'm first, first of all, I'm a clown in class, you know, especially when I have new students, I'm a clown. I make jokes. I do funny, yeah. stupid things to kind of get them more comfortable. Oh, yes. But, and that works. It breaks the ice a little bit. Mm. But even trying to get them to speak takes takes a long time. Like, I remember one student took me like three months just to even get her to read out loud. You know, can you imagine that? that yeah. And, oh. yeah. And, and when I finally got her to read out loud, I was like, yes. It was such like, it was just so amazing. But it took forever. And mm. it was very frustrating. Mm. Because other students were like, she didn't read. Oh, you know, yes. And or, I'm like, and, yeah. you know, and then try, and I'm like, mm-hmm. God damn it. Can we not play these games? Like, can we please not do this? You know? Um, so, yeah, they can definitely be frustrating. And even though they're not bad, of course, mm. they're not bad students. It's just that they can be frustrating in, in different ways and they can cause other problems. You know, and like I said, having other students say, oh, well, she didn't read, you know, and she didn't do this or she's not doing that or, you know, um, anything like that. So, yeah, I, I know I'm right there with you. And most of the time it's my first graders, to be honest with you. Yeah, most most mm. of the time. My second yeah. graders and my third graders, most of them are very happy. <laughs> you know, like they're just they come in there, they have energy, you know. My my fifth graders and my sixth graders are the ones that don't have energy. My fourth, fifth, and sixth graders are the ones who don't, who are just like fucking exhausted all the time. Yeah. My second and third graders are always like, Yeah, I'm ready, teacher. What's up? What's good? How you doing? How's everything? And I'm like, Yes, I'm ready too. My first graders um, now are okay. You know, they're mm. very energetic and they're very fun and they're ready to play games and they're ready to have a good time. But when I first had them a long time ago, I mean, I say because it's pretty much been the same first graders. Yeah. Um, it took me a long time to get some of them to speak more oh, yeah. and to participate more. And it was very frustrating. Um, and we lost a couple first graders because, you know, they weren't on the same level no, and yeah. we gained a few more, which changed up the class dynamics a little bit. But now it's pretty solid for the most part. I did not understand how class dynamics can change with just either removing or adding hey, one student. It can change. Damn, it can change in so many ways. It's shocking. It's, sometimes it's disgusting how a class can change just because once one of my favorite class classes that I had is my Monday class that I teach at four thirty. Mm-hmm. One of my, one of my favorite classes, and then one of the students left for various reasons, but 
as soon as that student left the class, that class is dead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Some students can give off, like, certain energy. Like, what? Yeah. No. Now yeah. I hate... Not that I hate <laughs> teaching that class, but it's... <laughs> I'm trying so hard to get to give them energy and yeah. to be a fun teacher and you're just met with Yeah. Yeah, the people are just looking at you like we hate you. Yeah. <laughs> we hate you so much. I, I think also that that's what's a bit different is that our curriculum mm-hmm. is very focused on speaking. Mm-hmm. So like I told you before, they have recording homework that they have to do. Right. Um, so the speaking part is very important because if you don't speak in class, then by the time you get home, you won't be able to do your recording homework and then you will get a try again. Then you need to redo your recording homework until you get it right. Right. So that speaking, that's where it becomes frustrating because I know what you need to do when you go home tonight. Right. So I'm not, I'm not for, I'm forcing you to speak for your own good. Right. But of course the students don't see it like that. Yeah. But I'm, Yeah. I've learned so much since coming to Korea and becoming a teacher from class dynamics to personalities, these small little demon things to these little <laughs> angels that just warms up your heart whenever yeah. they or one student randomly on Friday to Thursday, Thursday. She just randomly, her mom, she and her mom, they made cookies. And then she brought me a pack of homemade cookies that were little hearts and little bunnies. And Mm. it's just, oh. Yeah, it's nice. (laughs) That's so sweet. And that that revitalizes your hope for the future. Right. And then you go to your next class and you have this little demon spawn thing (laughs) (laughs) that has just too much energy today. Nice. Sometimes I do feel like that. No, I understand. I have some students like that who are just like, God damn it, man. Please, please stop being the devil for like just just an hour. You can yeah. be a devil when you leave here. It's fine. Yeah, when you go home. When you go home, you can, be the, you can be the devil that you are. But while you're here, please, for the love of God, just stop. <laughs> I love the energy, but the use of the energy is just not yeah. really working for me. Sometimes I do become a... Supporter of things like Ritalin. <laughs> nice. There are some students which I just sit and think, yeah, if I had it, mm. I would give it to you. Yeah. Not, it, it, well, people could disagree, but a lot of people would be like, no, that's wrong. They're like, bitch, you come teach. Yeah. You come teach small children yeah. and then tell me if you won't become a supporter of things like Ritalin. Yeah. Not that I'm a supporter of that, but. But yeah, you're like, it, maybe, it, maybe once in a while. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, 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 sometimes it becomes difficult. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. But these me. students <laughs> give you more joy than they give you horror. I think a lot yeah. of the times when teachers talk, we make it sound so bad, but. No, it's great. Real, real teachers. I'm not talking about some of the teachers out there that are teaching for the wrong reasons, but I'm talking about people that have real passion for teaching is, although we sometimes make it sound so bad, Mm -hmm. there is a certain joy that you feel after teaching for, let's say your eight hours or six hours a day that you're still, when you look back, oh, it was a shitty day. Those kids were horrible. Right. But I still love teaching. Right, right. (laughs) Yeah, no, I agree with you. Um, Yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah, I'm totally the same way. I love my job. I love my students. I love my colleagues. I, 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 
I like my situation right now. Yeah. Um, it's very nice. And although there are some students who are frustrating, um, and there are a lot of times that are frustrating and I'm very busy mm. and I often have to bring my work home. Yeah. Um, you know, it, despite all that, I, I really enjoy it. I really like it, you know? So no, no, no major complaints. Yeah. Although and, we do complain, it's not that Yeah. Bad. No major complaints. <laughs> yeah. When I'm complaining, I'm not really, for me, I'm not really complaining. I'm just, you know, point. And I don't think you are too. You're just like pointing out like... The different struggles, struggles yeah. you know, the different things that are there that are that are obstacles and that can be frustrating for mm. sure. Um, and you know, it's in teaching is is fun and we love it, you know, but it is time consuming and it is energy consuming um, to a whole different level. And there, and yeah. I don't there, trust me, dude. I've talked to plenty of people who would never want to be teachers, ever. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And they don't want to work with kids, yeah. Ever. You, I can't. I don't know if you know this, but there's. <laughs> Jesus, lots of people who don't want to do what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? So, first of all, working with kids, a lot of people don't want to do that shit to begin with. Yeah. Teaching kids is a whole different story. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. So, you know, you know, um, for us to say, like, hey, these are the things that we have trouble with and, like, this shit is crazy, it's not bad at all. There's, although, like I said, there's a certain joy that comes with it, but you said something so true, energy-consuming. Dude, that is, I, that I can is, get a full night of rest and go teach three classes that are an hour each. And, they and when I'm done, suck the life out of I'm you. just like, why the fuck am I so tired? <laughs> I don't get it. Like, it, it's it really does take a lot of energy. It's, from it's you. something that ugh, if if you go deeper into the deeper side of things, my personal opinion is when you talk to an office worker, mm-hmm. worker, especially someone that has that don't really work a lot with people is like you don't understand how other people consume your energy. Yeah. Just like you give them energy, they give you energy. But when you teach, these children are thieves of energy, especially yeah. when they don't have energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just trying to give them more energy. It's on a whole deeper level of things and energies and shit like that. But like you said you can teach one class and it feels like you've been <laughs> like an eternity yeah and yeah. you've been running track for the past four hours yeah with it's crazy no end inside yeah and it and it definitely for me it definitely depends on the students because yes. i can teach like typically on thursdays i teach like five classes mm. but i have fourth graders fifth graders and middle school students you know and those classes are really easy you know it flows nice we have good conversations we have fun we we laugh we play games no problem. I can finish five hours, six hours of teaching and be okay at the end yeah. of the day, right? I can teach two or three classes of like first and second graders, and I'm just like, oh, 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 shit, I made it out of life. Oh my yes. goodness! Like it was like I was in a goddamn battle. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and um, you know, and I barely made it out. So it it kind of feels like it also depends on like the amount of work I have to do before and after mm. as well. Of course, like you know, there are lots of things that go into it, but. Yeah, you like you said, like you know, there are certain students who could just just take so much energy, um, and then um, you know, at the end of it, you're just like, damn, why, how long was I in there? Yeah, sixty minutes. That's it. <laughs> Shit, felt like six hundred to me. Yeah, yeah, some some students <laughs> also have that that effect of giving you energy and yeah. pushing up your energy levels. But if you ever think about teaching. You as a teacher, you don't run the class. Right. Especially when it comes to atmosphere and mood. If, yeah, yeah, Especially yeah. if there is, if they all feel this, if everyone is to some extent tired. Yeah. 
then yeah, good luck with that class because you won't have any control over that because yeah. if they all hit a certain, especially tiredness mm-hmm. and sleepiness, if they all hit that certain point of tiredness, then it's a losing battle. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <clears throat> That's like my first graders on, so I teach on Saturdays as well. No. Saturday mornings. Mm-hmm. Right? Got a class at 9 a.m. That's one thing I don't teach now, weekends. Here's the thing, yeah, so I work from Tuesday through Saturday, right? Oh, okay. Saturday's the only class, only, t- only day that we have classes from 9 to 6. Yeah. Okay, and I have two hours with first graders mm. from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Mm. Jesus Christ. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Most of them come in there tired, obviously. Yeah. I'm fucking tired, right? Because I'm a, I'm a night owl. I'll go to sleep at like 2, 3 a.m. every yeah. night. Um, and I have to wake up at like 7 a.m., you know, 8 a.m. just to go to work on Saturday. So, I always play games in my classes before we mm. start the class. But my first graders on Saturdays, I always do something that's more energetic. You know, to kind of wake us all up and then we start. And that generally makes the classes go by faster. Yeah. Right? It makes them flow a little bit better. Um, because before, when I first started teaching them, I was tired. They were tired. Getting them to participate in anything oh. was rough. Mm. Right? So I was like, okay, I have to change this up. You know what I'm saying? And as teachers, that happens. Sometimes it's, you know, you're not always going to have perfect classes. Not everything's going to flow as you want it to. Not, you're not going to be able to finish everything all the time. It's so, it just happens. You, le- you live and learn, right? That's what mm-hmm. you have to do. So, yeah. So, after that, I just started doing more energy. Um, more, uh, what's it called? Um, just games that, or just activities that would, yeah. you know, boost everybody's energy up, including mine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then I'll start class. So, it might take a little extra time, but because they're very smart, um, we get through everything. Sometimes we get through things and stuff from the next class, you know, yeah. and I have to come up with like a different activity, you know what I'm saying, later on or, you know, improvise, improvise or whatever. So, yeah, it works for me. Um, but at, at the end of those two hours, <laughs> man, dude, I just I have like an, I have like an hour break. I just sit in the classroom and I'm just like, <sighs> I made it. <laughs> I made it. I survived. You should like I have the tiger should become your theme song. Yeah, that should. Yeah, because after that I have the fifth graders for three hours, um, and they're they're not bad. You know the fifth graders, they're not, they're not bad at all. So, hmm. yeah, and those classes generally flow pretty good too. Um, but yeah, the first graders are like my Saturdays, and after that, of course, it's my weekend. So I'm like, yeah, yeah hell yeah. But like the beginning of the weekend always just sucks. Because it's just like, man, I got first graders for two hours and, and then I got fifth graders for another three hours, which are okay, but it's still three hours of teaching, so it can be very energy consuming. Now, I had I have this one class, which they are, they are sometimes they are a struggle to mm-hmm. teach, but the only reason is because it's a group of teenage girls, mm-hmm. <laughs> so they just started middle school. Yep. And they're a group of teenage girls. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's all I'm going to say about that class. Yeah. No, I know how it is. I have I have teenage girls too. Hormones. Yeah. <laughs> so many feelings. Yeah. And the number one feeling is tired. Yeah. <laughs> but also, if you understand the school system in Korea, you do you do understand why they are tired. Yeah, they're exhausted. But it's that thing of, I I know you're tired. I get why you're tired, but. Again, I also have my things that I need to do with you today. There right. are work we need to finish. Otherwise, I'm going to be in shit. Yeah. And yeah, then you're also going to be in shit. And yeah. then it's going to be a shit show. Exactly. And we don't want that. And then when the parents get involved, that's a whole different story. Yeah. You know? I Why least... didn't they do this in class? Um, I'll tell you because your daughter had like four hours of sleep last night. 
And she came to me after five or six classes today and she's exhausted. That's why we couldn't get everything done. Exactly. You know, but you can't tell them that because <laughs> you lose your job. So, yeah, it's pretty rough. It's pretty rough for some of the students, yeah, for sure. And one thing that that's also difficult to explain to other people when teaching is, especially teaching, I think, such a variety of students is that you are part of every phase of their life. Mm-hmm. So when you teach grade one, your mentality has to change as well because they are so young. And then you jump to fifth graders, which their mentality is completely different. They are different people. You need to teach differently to them. Right. But then also, you also need to remember that you're teaching it as a second language. Of course. Yeah. So there are so many changes that happens in your mind and your body. Yeah. Because the things I do when I teach my smaller students or my lower level students mm-hmm. i won't really do the same thing when i teach my most advanced students no, of course not you're more everything yeah. is so different and that jumping i think also is another thing that also makes you so tired because yeah. you keep keep on changing your your mind keeps on changing constantly to change even to the situation because yeah. in class fucking go shit can go so wrong and you can get so fucked up and confused with what's actually going on in class that yeah. your your whole lesson is just a failure right <laughs> and it's just and you just go home with it was just one yeah, of those days it was just one of those days it happened it happens to everybody you know except teachers it. are not perfect you know but we for the most part in my experiences you know most of them live and learn and they you know mm. you, uh, you fix it and like you said it it totally depends on um if you are teaching a higher level class or a level level class, how much energy it can take from you? Because most of the time, for me at least, and I'm sure you're the same way, you change up the way you speak, mm. right? If you have a higher level class, you might speak a little bit more normal. You might speak a little bit faster. Sure, yeah. You may not pronunciate or enunciate certain words the mm. same way. But if you have lower level students, you're speaking slowly, right? You are explaining things more often, a little bit more clearly. You're, you know... Uh, maybe you're you're using this as an example, or maybe you're trying to explain something and you show them an image, yeah. right? You know, so you have to bring up your phone and try this, and then you know, there's just different things that can take different energy yeah. from you. So I totally agree with you for that one, and and it does. Like when you, here's the thing: most people have never had to do that, right? Mm. Most people have never had to speak slower, you know. Um, so if you actually take the time to try to speak to somebody slowly. Right. And actually say certain words clearly. And you might have to repeat yourself multiple times. (laughs) You know, most people don't have to do that. Yeah. Um, So they do that. You can see how much energy it actually takes from you. Um, So, yeah, that's why I I totally understand. Uh, And then and then also trying to find definitions. Um, We're trying to define things uh, simply. Yes. Yeah, that can be very difficult as well, as you know. So one of one of the the problems, just a strange problem that I had that also can be so confusing not only to myself but also to the students especially when it comes to pronunciation for example yeah oh sorry no it's all good i'm being harassed by multiple people now you're very just very popular i don't know why people i'm never this popular (laughs) okay now it's off um one thing that's also completely different is when it comes to pronunciation, we <clears throat> in South Africa, because we were colonized by Britain mm. years ago, we have a lot of British influence, especially in our accents. Right. So when we teach, we 
are asked to teach with an American accent. Mm -hmm. So there are certain changes that needs to be done. That's why a lot of people say I have a very strange accent because I have some American in my accent, but I also have some strong South African in my accent. And then teaching students in that way was very strange. Even my friends, when I went back, um, laughed at me because when I was in South Africa, I tried hard to... I was focused on maintaining my, my accent. And then when I went back... Of course, I teach now American English, so I would say water. Right. Where before I would say water. Yeah. So my friends would laugh at me, and it's also difficult for the students. Uh, For example, one of the things was the word cotton. Right, cotton, yeah. (laughs) So then it becomes cotton. Yeah. But then you need to brag because no one talks about cotton. Yeah. But we also don't say cotton. Yeah. So now you have to play with those two. Yeah. And try to help the kids find that middle, mm-hmm. just normal cotton. Because some students do, are aware of, um, what's, what, there's an, there's another word that also the students say that they also change it to some, in some ways where I'm like, you are kind of right, but you're wrong also. Right. And then trying to explain that and to pronounce it that way is like you said, your pronunciation that goes into the weirdest things. Right. Because you would say cotton and then the students would pronounce it a bit. So it goes again, cotton. Okay, yeah. so we've got cotton, but now just bring it back a little bit, just cotton. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then some students go cotton. Okay. No, yeah, not like, cotton. No, yeah. And... and then yeah. a simple word as cotton becomes an almost ten minute class. Yeah, I was gonna say you pre- just yeah you ten you spend like ten or fifteen minutes. You're like, well, that's not that much time. But yeah, when you have a fifty minute class and you have lots of other things to do, to, yeah, yeah, that ten minutes can you know can cause a lot of problems. Yeah, no, I uh, I understand, and my friends also make fun of me too when I talk to them. You know? Oh, they're like, why do you why are you talking like that? I'm just like, leave me alone. I teach first graders. It's it's not a choice. I teach second graders. I need to be able to speak to them in a way that they can understand, okay? So I'm sorry if I, you know, say something. Have have your students ever made you feel like you're pronouncing a word incorrectly because they pronounce it differently? Um well they yeah. So yes and no. So yes because um they learn a certain way to say the word right, I was like, yeah. oh well that's correct like you said earlier but you know most of the time in the united states we don't say it like, like this. that we yeah. say it like this you know and i'm like but that's okay you're right that's fine you can say it that way no i've had these these looks that the student gave me as if i was pronouncing the word wrong right it was like no you were wrong right. because we didn't understand each other so right. the student would say it incorrectly then i would say it correctly and then mm-hmm. there's this look that i get that teacher you're wrong it's like no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're wrong i'm sorry yeah. that we're not understanding each other but right. no you're wrong and then it's like now i f- why do i feel bad i didn't do anything yeah. wrong yeah why do i feel guilty <laughs> as if i did something wrong yeah and i always feel bad when they say a word but i don't understand it and mm. it's not like they're saying it correctly really? but they just have like a certain accent yeah um, or maybe like for example like uh um in korean specifically they don't have the letter r Mm-hmm. right so the r to them is an l oh, yeah right um and some sometimes i don't understand it and i'm just like oh it's this with an r they're like oh you know and i always feel bad because they think they're saying it wrong well, like, no you're saying it right you know because you know from what you understand and, yeah. but i just didn't understand it because you know i don't know that's <laughs> so. that's another interesting thing for me about learning now that i'm also trying to learn korean yeah is that they <laughs> They do not pron- 
they do not they struggle to pronounce the r in english yeah but yet some of their korean words have the r sound yeah and then i get confused but you use that sound yeah it's the same with the w sound um for example wood yeah a lot of the time they take the w when in just ud yeah but then I think there you do have the W sound in your language. Yeah. I get so confused with, but why can't you just copy? Just copy. Yeah, just carry it over. Yeah, yeah. Just, just carry the sound over, but it's not. Yeah, sometimes not it just doesn't work like that. Yeah, language is interesting. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I see. Yeah, you just like, like, try this, try this, try this, try that way. And then sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But it's also one of those things that I think might change uh, as people get older, as they get older. Um, mm. So, like, sometimes my first graders and my second graders specifically can't say certain things. And I'm like, well, don't worry about it, you know, because you have plenty of time to learn. I, because of what I studied, I've gained certain knowledge in uh, phonology mm-hmm. and also in sound and speaking. And it's sometimes so difficult, especially working with your younger students. Mm-hmm. To know whether or not their speaking is a problem because of their language being their mother tongue or their native language being Korean, whether it's a problem they have a speech impediment, yeah, or whether or not they just or whether it could be a hearing problem, right, or an understanding, yeah, or maybe they're just it's not clicking with them, yeah, Yeah. it's it's so difficult sometimes working with students because. There are some students that I would keep on correcting them on the same mistake for the last year and seven or eight months. They make the same mistake. Mm-hmm. And then I went to the Korean teacher and I asked him, when they speak Korean, do they also mispronounce this sound or make the sound strange or different? And right. I said, yes. Then I'm like, oh, fuck, that's why. Right. <laughs> now I know it's a speech problem that they have in both languages, right. not just in English, because, man, that was frustrating. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. And I even emailed my one lecturer because the student had a problem. And I asked her, is there something I can do to help the child with his speech? Because I do have experience working with speech and things like that. So I do know of exercises and some things regarding speech. Right. So I I emailed my, my lecturer and asked her, is there something I can do about it? Or should I just leave it because the child is still so young to... Then she told me, no, rather leave it because the child is still growing. Right. It's something that either can go away with time or it's something that a speech therapist specifically needs to work on. I don't have the skills or knowledge to. And I was like, okay, no, it's fine. So I just told my, the Korean teacher, like, for future reference, I'm just telling you this student might need some help because there is a problem with their pronunciation. Yeah. And clearly it's not just an English thing right it yeah. might be it might be a little bit more than uh, that yeah yeah that's good i mean yeah being able to recognize that i think and actually make that suggestion is good you know because sometimes I, you need to catch it when they're younger you know mm. so they don't have that problem when they're older the most interesting thing was one of my students is dyslexic i think i, I have i think i have surprised. one who's dyslexic too actually but i can't tell i need to do more studies <laughs> oh no i just i just because I the week before the, this was a few weeks ago, but the week before I saw her writing, mm-hmm. and she kept switching her D's and her B's, and I know that is usually a not a clear sign, but that no. is a yeah, warning sign right. that that person possibly has 
is, is dyslexic. And I was like, okay. And I corrected it. Maybe there sometimes the students do struggle with the d and the b sound. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah, it happens. And then the next week she made the same mistakes. Uh. And with certain words, it's a thing of if you hear a d where there should be a b, then there's something wrong with your hearing. Right. So I did correct her work, and then I went to teach and I asked her. I don't know if you know the word, but do you know if the student is dyslexic? And she told me, no, the student is dyslexic. I'm like, okay, well, you could have told me. Right. <laughs> One. That would have been nice to um, know. <laughs> and two, okay, it's good to know because she needs... Not necessarily help. I mean, it's not the end of the world if you're dyslexic. I mean, no, of course But not. it needs to be addressed. Right. So, to this day, I'm still wondering, do you have dyslexia in Korean? Um, I'm sure there's got to be something... This this is my like my question that I need to ask. I think when I see my Korean teacher, I'll ask her: Does yeah. Koreans have dyslexia? I would assume so. I don't. Th- well, maybe not. I don't know. Because I can't like a D and a B. I understand why you can confuse the two. Of course. The same. Do you know the word for people that have dyslexia, but it's specifically with numbers? With I know six and nine. Um. No. What's that word? I don't know the. I don't know. But like, here's the thing, though. It's a good question if they have because is it possible to have dyslexia in English but not in, your in native Korean language? or yeah, yeah or vice versa? Like I don't know how that works because they have a because they have a different alphabet. It's do they have dyslexia for oh, Korean? Yeah, or for or the Korean it... alphabet? Right or so, yeah yeah I don't know for the people out there. Here's some topics for you to research. Yeah, there's one. there's one right there. Doctorates. Yeah. There we go. There you go. That's a good one. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm actually curious about that. I might need to look that up later. But um, but yeah, I think I have one who's similar. Actually, I need to to see, and we just obviously just with her writing. Um, her speaking is fine though. Well, I think her reading is fine too. The thing is, is that. Well, I don't know. I, I gotta, I gotta do more research. It, but yeah, yeah it's, it's good for you to recognize that, and it's funny that you brought that up because I was like, you know, I think I have one too that I might need to address, but I'm not sure. So mm-hmm. yeah. the thing is, I don't have any experience with this, so I don't know how to. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, how to help her, and I don't know does having dyslexia in English affect her Korean, Korean yeah. in any way, or is her Korean affecting or making her dyslexia in English worse or right? It's like I'm in a field of water where, or I mean, what the fuck is a field of water? <laughs> I, I know I'm, what you mean, though. I'm in a field. Of, I yeah. don't know, but sea of water. Uh, yeah, maybe that. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I'm in a field of yeah. water. You're in a vast place. Yes, yeah. of water, and I know nothing, and yeah, yeah can do anything. <laughs> yeah, about it. But a lot of the students have speech problems. Mm. I've picked up. Not that I'm saying they have speech, but the one thing is, I want I want to give them exercise to strengthen their mouth muscles mm-hmm. because a lot of these students, I it feels like they're not using their tongues and their mouths mm. with all the force that they can use it to pronounce certain words yeah. and certain sounds. But yeah, that's that's just happens. That just happens in general, though. I mean, well, I don't know. In my experiences with teaching um, different students, because I've taught Spanish speakers and mm-hmm. Arabic speakers and now Korean speakers, um, in the younger years, that's pretty normal. Mm. Um, once they get a little bit older, like uh, fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, in my mm. opinion, that most of that goes away for yeah. the most part. Um, 
because they have a better grasp of the language and they use it more often. It also depends on how often they use English. Yeah. My students have a really solid grasp of English. So I can't compare them to maybe the normal slash average yeah. uh, Korean who speaks English. Um, and maybe in like in your classes, because maybe it's totally different. Um, so I don't really have a problem with my students in that regard. A couple here and there, but they're still young. So maybe that'll go away hmm. in time. Um, but I could be wrong. Sometimes, but sometimes when I do when I do speak and practice with the students, I just wonder: are, Do you have a speech problem, or are you just a lazy speaker? It, it could be a combination. It could be one or the other. It could be something else completely. And then, yeah. then I would go to the to the Korean teacher and I would ask her: Your students, do they when you speak with them in Korean, do they make the same, no, not mistakes, but do they have the same habit? And then they would tell me, yes. And I'm like, okay, mm. so it's, the person is just a lazy. Yeah, maybe. Talker. Yeah. But as an English teacher, it's <laughs> they just so hate frustrating. <laughs> yeah. It's they just, so they just hate you. They don't want to talk to you. And annoying when, yeah. for me, it's like, I want to call it lazy lips. Yeah. I the like student it. has lazy lips. Because, it, and then it also becomes a question okay is it a speech problem is it a hearing problem mm. is it a laziness problem or then it can also be is it an attitude problem right or is the student just shy and right. not because a lot of the students are also just want to ask them to just open their mouths more when you right. speak don't speak yeah because if you um, can identify it yeah and you can help it right that's generally how it works if you can I, if i can identify the problem I can, you know, try to help mm. it. But if it's just like, if I can't, if I don't know what it is and I can't really help. And I don't have the Korean skills to actually work with a child in any way that yeah. can advance. Yeah. Or to help them get better. Yeah. Is the better word, actually. Yeah. Advance. Yeah. Yeah. Progress. Yeah. That's the... Yeah. <laughs> Remember, English, uh, English getting worse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nah, that's all good, though, man. But you know what? What we're going to do is we're going to end it now. Okay. Yeah. And then, well, I'll tell you why afterwards. But thank you very much for coming. Oh, it's a pleasure. We're going to have you on again. Oh, that I'll, would be super I'll, awesome. And I'll tell you why. And uh, we'll go from there. All okay. right, sir? All right. Okay. Thank you very much, man. Thank you. All right.